Dark Souls 2 is the high point. Of this be hot. Oh yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Wait, we're hot when the music's on? I mean, it fades, fades right in. It fades right in. <laughs> Something like that. What's nice? Oh, Dark Souls 2 was the high point of the old channel. Oh, yeah. That was like the most frustrating piece of work I ever did. <laughs> ever. That uh, I wanted to die. In retrospect, that was a good place for me to start on that franchise, I think. Which is baffling, right? Yeah, but it turns out in the end that... Two's a good starter. Yeah, do two, then one, then the spinoff. Because it just three. gets it gets weird from there, right? It just gets weirder and there and and like okay, one mechanically had some clunks and you know, some bunks, yeah. but like the but there was cooler shit happening, dude. There, I didn't even realize this until I went back and played the remastered version. But all the other games afterwards had omnidirectional rolling. Oh, and right. And one didn't. Right. And when I played one, I didn't think a thing of it. Of course, left, right, forward, back. And then you go back to it after the others, and you're like, oh, my God. It's so bad. Mm. It's so bad to only... Because you always want to roll diagonal to the right or diagonal to the left. It's kind of interesting. I wonder what a game that... Well, you know, I was going to say a game with, like, tighter control over your actions, but mm. similar difficulty. Yeah. And it's like, well, then you just have to kind of do, like, Ninja Gaiden, basically, yeah. right? You just make it so that, like, you can do anything, but so can they. And they're moving faster, and then you just get character action. Where either everyone is slow and limited, yeah. or everyone is hyper and fast. Well, because Monster Hunter has more control over your actions, but it's just as slow and just as as clunking. But also, Monster Hunter has you... You're working away on one thing. Yeah. You know? Crowd control doesn't really Yeah, matter. Monster Hunter has a highly laser-focused idea of what that game and, is. And it just builds around that and that exclusively. Indeed, mm -hmm. it does. Um, which is, of course, to convert those monster movesets into cards. Yes. For use on the Teppen. Yes. Which I played a little bit more of. That, oh, yeah? I mean... Uh, Not much else to say, yeah. know, but I, I unlocked the spiky boy just to yeah. see what, what was going on, and I was like, yeah, that seems like a really easy way to win. Oh, just, yeah. 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 The Nergigante, he, he he takes the damage, and then he gives it back to you. So That's then, good. But yeah. Um, yeah. So, JoJo did finish, uh, and... It's over! I don't really personally feel like... I don't have to really do a spoiler cast on that. I don't have to go top to bottom on it. But I have thoughts, and I have a, 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 a and especially I have thoughts specifically on the finale because it's so different from every other. It's very different, and because it took so many people by surprise, and I'm kind of just sitting back, going like, "Yeah, motherfuckers didn't know about them rocks," but here we are. So, uh, pretty much just gonna do a a sleeping slaves cast is yeah. what I what I see. Us getting into a little bit uh, later in this in this preamble. I have one non-ish spoilery thing to say about the finale, which is more about Jordo's character. Mm -hmm. I don't believe 
that the way that Giorno is at the end of that story is appropriate for the ending of a protagonist. Mm-hmm. I think that that set of abilities is wildly inappropriate for the hero of your story. It's too mean. Uh, well, two things. Well, there's multiple things, and I should we just start with it then? Yeah, fuck it. All right, so we're gonna start talking about JoJo Part Five, Vento Oreo, the Golden Wind. If you haven't seen the finale, we're gonna pissing be going in the into wind. That. That's what it is. And I'm going to not go further into the parts. I'm gonna just keep it. Yeah, keep gonna, it. Keep it five. Keep it five. I'm gonna keep it five. Great. So, uh, the story ends like at the beginning, five minutes into the second to last episode. Yeah. Right? It's instantaneous. And everyone goes, wait, what? <laughs> because the story was actually over, like, when before the hiatus went. Yeah. Right? The moment Gold Experience Requiem punches you, you are done. Yeah. You now no longer have a timeline to return to. The cut that King Crimson does, yeah. this is the cut that happens at the end point where you delete the rest of the video. Yeah. And then you just loop the last one infinity as if uh, um, a, an, uh, an exe file yeah. has an exception and then it just keeps and it plays that awful sound effect going burr, 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 burr. right um so that's when the actual story was done and what we were waiting on those two weeks for, or three weeks for was just like okay what does it look like when that happens and more importantly what is the deal with this epilogue chapter yeah um, so to answer your question right off the bat, like, not, it wasn't a question, but the way Giorno ends up is he ends up with God-level abilities, right, hanging out. But here is the rub. Gold Experience Requiem does not actually tell Giorno what it does. Yeah, I know. Giorno himself has no idea what happened to Diavolo. Yeah. It just knows in his heart. The stand tells him, tells Diavolo directly, this is what's happening to you. Yeah. But once that time is done and we return to normal time, Giorno has no idea what's happening. I punched him and he just took it. It was weird. All he knows is he has a strong new stand and he can feel something conclusive has happened. Yeah. But he doesn't exactly know what his stand does. And that's probably for the best. Because as we, as we've seen with both examples, Requiem is the ability to edit reality for real reels. Yeah. Right? Um, so the other thing, of course, is like the noted ends on with him being the gangstar getting kissed on the ring. It's like, yeah, man, this is like, at the end of the day, he still is that boy that stole Koichi's luggage yeah. and drove off. You know Appar- what I mean? Apparently, I was talking to somebody and they say that, uh, how does, how do we get from the end to that? And apparently he just tells everybody, yeah, I was the boss the whole time. I, well, that's – okay, so here's the thing. That's from Purple Haze? Everyone is uh, – so from what I understand, like – is that confirmed? Because I don't know if that's confirmed, but the active theory most people had was he probably just said, yeah, I, it was me. Right? It was me the whole time. Because – the and that leads into Diavolo's uh, actual like demise where um, the whole – anticlimactic feeling that you might have gotten i feel like i like sleeping slaves a lot as an epilogue because i like what i feel it means Mm -hmm. and 
This is the part where Wooly might just be going and fapping in his own head. Okay, let's let's hear the fap. But I want to hear it. Uh, I but I I think it it I, I like to in me in my in my head like I'm like Araki probably had a reason why he wanted to end the story on this note. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so. Uh, yeah, okay, if Purple Haze feedback does confirm that that's what he did, then that's that's cool. And yes, the whole thing takes place in a week, right? I saw that. But the whole thing takes place in a week? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, so it's a rough part, week. part one is like fucking literally years in, in, in like spanning. Like 10 years? I mean, it's li- from childhood to adulthood yeah. and beyond, right? For literally, from childhood to marriage. You know? Part two's maybe a month, maybe two months. Uh, it, it go, um, it's that during the war, it's well, that period part of time. Three has an explicit thirty-day time limit. Fifty plus a couple of oh, fifty. That's it. You yeah. would have got that question wrong on Joe Jeopardy. Oh, whatever. <laughs> and uh, four is four. Four is nebulous. also a short period of time, but like um, nothing like the, the the literal one week. The problem with four is that at, in between each little adventure, there's no explanation of how much time has passed since the last yeah it's it's 1999 bizarre summer yeah so you get you get your june july august out of that and then here we get a fucking weekend in italy you know so um sleeping slaves right kick the story just starts out and at first you're like we're seeing a flashback to the boys so there's a there's a there's a there's a point to it in that like Especially because Fugo got it so rough being fucking ejected out of the story. Yeah. Right? He ejected himself. The the fact that, like, that you get to have a, a moment where you come back and see them together is meant to be, like, that little... That type of send-off. Yeah. But then it's more than just... The, like, they, if they wanted it to just be that, they would have just ended it with them eating around the table. And it would have been like, remember the good old days? <laughs> Ending. <laughs> right? <laughs> but they decided to go into an actual arc that lasts an episode and a half. Yeah. Right? They meet... Scolopi, uh, basically the Jesus, uh-huh. right? He's got the crown of thorns on his head, and he's got his stand, the Rolling Stones, which, God bless, I love that we're getting all these really influential bands mm-hmm. making a different, like, that that, that matter. You know, mean Crawling way. Stones, or whatever the fuck they called it? I don't give a shit. It's the Rolling Stones, man. Um, so, uh, you walked in here with a question, and the question was, did Mista kill Narancia and Abaco? And everybody explicitly bike his course of action. And the answer is yes and no at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right? And, uh, like, in terms of the de- deliberates of the question, it's like, that stone shows up based on um, Final Destination rules. Yeah. When it's your time, it's your time. Right? It was Bruno's time, or at the very least, he was showed to be next. He was going to die by the end of the week, no matter fucking what. And the death that we saw within the stone is King Crimson ripping a fucking hole in his body. Yeah. Right? Which totally did happen anyway. That is where you are fated to go. Yeah. Um, The stone, of course, is like if you accept the stone, then you can die now, sought peacefully, but you can reject it and die and suffer. Right? Yeah. Um, Mista goes through as much trouble as he can to basically get that to not happen yeah um and then by touching it creates that chain of events where now the thing's going to follow you now it's going to do things differently and of course uh the stand user himself doesn't fully understand it however if you destroy the 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 rolling stones it's shown that like you can't escape fate it's still the dust itself is going to show you the faces of those who are next who are now the fucking passione gang right um the thing about that is uh well one for one i mean it's like did he kill them well it's like if he didn't kill them and bruno died in that church yeah then the rest were gonna die when king crimson came out to wipe out everybody who knew about his daughter 
So that was a guarantee, right? That was not gonna, they yeah. were not making out of, out of, they were not gonna make it out of that anyway. Um, but the second thing is that I think the point of putting that there is to just double down on like a part of it's, there's a lot of things that you can assume are the thesis statement of what Journal is, but like, I feel like, a lot of what I wanted and why I was disappointed in part five ultimately was because I wanted more of the struggle of what it means to be Dio's son. To be yeah. A vis- uh, in- Which leaves right away. And they, they, they gave me one bone in yeah. that new intro where he turns and he's yeah, got he the, the fucking, pose. he's yeah. got the hands out. And I was like, Oh, you got it in there. All right. You did that. I like that. But that my, my I wanted more of that struggle in there. Right. But at the same time, the whole idea of, Fate versus like your will to fight against it, yeah, which is obviously a like a, an, an ongoing thing. With Jorno, in this case, it's like your blo- your literal bloodline, you know, like is also something that you don't even know what that you're coming from, like evil. You're, and, you're coming from like two hundred years of cursed blood, and you don't and and like. The idea that, like, he's going to go against that without even really knowing mm-hmm. that's what's happening, I think, is a big part of what his character is supposed to be. Um, so, he's challenging that, right? When you look at... Uh, actually, let me switch gears, because I want to talk about this first before coming back to that. Go for it. Diavolo, yeah. right? His ending and what he gets hit with is so unfair and brutal, right? It's like, Th- no one deserves to get about. it that I think, I think Giorno having a power that puts people, anyone, anyone ever in the future that he ever deals with, into an infinite nightmare death loop, is horrible. It's almost like <laughs> Purple Haze, but worse. Yeah. That stand is overkill for the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what uh, if some g- generic assassin dickbag attacks yeah. him in the future and just gets that? One would hope that Purple Haze itself is aware enough to not make people suffer inter- <laughs> internally for their, for that sin, you know? But, uh, nonetheless, um, the, the way Diavolo gets it, you're like, that's cars ad infinitum. Yeah, because cars gets to stop thinking. At least cars stops thinking. Therefore, we can rest assured that he has a moment, no matter how long it took him, where he's at peace, yeah, for all the things he did. But also, even if even if not, even if not, he's not in a permanent state of nightmare, infinite yeah. agony. Yeah, he's just really bored. Yeah. So until and now, here's the thing: you can argue that stimulation might make it better. I don't know, man. Continued stimulation, even in the form of torture, might make it better than zero. I don't. I don't think that's. It's it's a wild. I don't think when you look at a fucking yeah. Diablo, like a pretty much shitting his pants, looking at a little girl. You can think that it's bad, that's better. bad, bad, no matter how you slice it. Um, but until, uh, until proven otherwise, it's safe to assume that that is fucking the worst way you you can go in JoJo, right? Um, now, uh, while that is like not equivalent to his sins in a way, there is still a thing to think about where it's like it is fitting of. His, it is fitting of what he represents to get his. It's a comeuppance for what he represents. As he represents to what absolute he control over fate, or like he represents. He, he, let's remember his origin point. He came from a. He came from a two-year pregnancy. Yes, okay. he did. In a that prison, happened. and then when he next he was he was found uh, by a priest growing up in a village where he meets some lady who's probably Trisha's mom. The priest goes in to help him out. And finds that mom 
with her mouth sewn shut under his floorboards. Yeah. And goes, what the fuck is happening? Hard cut to the bur- the village burns the down. The whole village. And everyone in it. Yeah. Right? He's one of the, he has a shitty beginning and then he sees that as his victory over that. Yeah. And then he also gets with the cards and, and by finding the arrow, he calls the arrow his prize for conquering his fate. Right? Yeah. So his whole thing is almost basically like the things that I get are des- are what I deserve and this is what I have coming to me and no one else deserves it. He talks about fate's for me. It's for me. It's his thing. It's all it's all coming from this place of it's mine to control and I I will do what I will with it and no and like what happened back there? Nothing. Don't worry about it, right? You don't know who I am. It doesn't matter. It's all about my thing. Yeah. When you basically take away when you look at it and you go like um okay, Fates is the control. He's 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 like you know he he's determined to have that as his his big whole fucking obsession. Yeah, every one of those shit kids all had a shitty upbringing as well. Oh yeah, they all had garbage fucking trash. Oh yeah, you know uh, childhoods that led them to the place they're at. But the difference is that they are choosing to still do the right thing and yeah. not be psycho murderers with what they did. So basically, the cards we got dealt are not the cards we're going to have to stick with. Yeah, we're going to do what we can. Otherwise, you are more than your nonsensical two-year pregnancy. And 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 uh, a fucking Diavolo's like, no, this is all we are, and this is all I want, and I'm going to make it so. I can't believe that was never gone into once ever yeah don't worry about it like it's it's like like every, what the like, actual shit like every uh like crazy monster villain or whatever from you know just weird ass pregnancy is when it all starts you know um but regardless uh <laughs> er, those characters all had their own shit and they go against it so they exist and they're like fuck you we had bad shit too yeah. right y- you know whatever right second of all the people that, like, uh, exist with their powers or whatever, the one who he fucking personally goes and punches through the fucking chest is the guy whose stand is like, hey, look, what happened back there? Nothing. What happened back there? Nothing. I'm going to use my stand. You, can, you can't escape reality. Yeah. Right? Reality is what happens in the past. It exists. And, like, Moody Blues will always show you what happened no matter what. Yeah. And Diavolo is like, King Crimson, wipe, delete. No, that didn't happen. But it did happen. But you can't, it's here, right? And so he hates the past and he hates that aspect of things. And thus he would absolutely loathe something like Moody Blues being against him because it's like his whole fucking paranoia about his identity and everything. Mm-hmm. This one stand is about you not letting you escape from the things that happened, right? Mm-hmm. So when Giorno basically gives him that little speech speech at the end about how, like, reality is the only truth of this world, it's a very vague sort of yeah. heroish, you know, statement. But, like, the, the way I took that is him basically giving him the deal that it's like, you can't, like, like and then he, he takes, he says, reality is the only truth of this world. And he says, like, the deaths that um, the previous members had up to this point mm-hmm. will have a meaning because their um, their will carries on in me carries yeah. on in me so you can choose to interpret it that way but your death will have no meaning ultimately because uh you you will not have a reality he also doesn't live for anything you li- and 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 you will have no reality and no one will know and you will just be nothing right so in that sense like someone who's obsessed with with uh, with seizing fate to the point of like 
editing it in the moment mm-hmm. and denying the past now gets to have no future. Yeah, it's it's regardless extra, of what his it's extra were. goofy because he doesn't have an ending. Even he it, it his fate doesn't conclude. It just stops. Yeah, it's the, and it's not even like it's like it's like you are robbed of yeah any conclusion. It's the final act indefinitely over and over. You know. Um, to no to no end. So right? I knew that he got it that bad, but what I didn't know, see, what I had assumed when somebody said that a uh, uh, fucking gold experience requiem returns him to zero upon the moment of his death, yeah, I had assumed that he would be trapped in a time loop of him getting beat to death by gold experience requiem. Uh, I did not expect him to be what teleporting when you wiki dive it. <laughs> I was not expecting him to be teleporting yeah. to alternate realities to get final destination. He will die in every conceivable way including uh on the operating table in a, unable to move and so on and so forth. The first one is like the most horrifying I can think of. Well, the first one is real. Sorry, the second one. Yeah, the first one is real and it's also appropriate because yeah. he gets stabbed by some crazy drug addict that yeah. he created. Right. Ha 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 yes. ha. And then the rest just plays out. But like the you can't second move one's on the worst. operating table. Yeah, it, second and one's then, totally the worst. And one. that's a tone setter for where the rest of that goes because <laughs> when he's quivering. It's like, yeah, because he just got he just went through. Yeah, the bad, the the, the worst one you can possibly imagine, right? <clears throat> Will there be snoo snoo in there? Yes, there will be a snoo snoo. There will be guaranteed. There will be infinite snoo snoo by <laughs> by definition. Right. Um, I remember, but the but the whole point. Sorry, go ahead. I remember somebody mentioning that due to the goofy nature of what's implied, that that might continue infinitely, regardless of all other circumstances. Yeah, I don't know. Double infinite. I don't know. I don't know. Could um, you imagine? Um, um, that's why I, that's why I said we're going to stop yeah, here, yeah. right? However, uh, one thing is that with all that, we can look back and go. Thus, the point of Passione, right? The real Passione, whatever the fucking the Gangstar Squad, yeah, is to like defy that, defy his whole thing, say that where you came from doesn't determine where you're going, yeah. Um, and ultimately, to show you as well, through like Bruno basically and and Giorno fucking with literally what fate says needs to happen. Yeah, he's like, "Nah, we're not done yet. We're still on this mission." Mm-hmm. And Bruno like pretty much figures out he's like, "Oh, I'm a fucking zombo." Yeah, but I don't care because this is more important. And the thing with Rolling Stone does put a cap on like, "Hey, how come Bruno got to be a weird zombie?" And it's because his fate was defied. It, it was defied. You broke the final destination rule, and on top of that, you had an asshole like Jordo binding you together, yeah. right? Uh, like that's the whole thing. Um, and your your determination, yeah, right. Like your your drive and your will to to just keep that shit going. So um, all of that adds up, and then and then it's like, yeah, like, like everybody shit on Fugo for not wanting to follow a literal zombie yeah. to, to, to his annihilation, you know? Like, fuck. But anyway, um, so defying the odds, Why didn't cetera. Fugo just go into the church and just fill it up with evil death gas and the whole, th- the whole place? Yeah. Just fill the whole place up with death gas. Also, the fact that they are willing to sacrifice their own lives on a heartbeat to make sure that they, they can save each other, yeah. which is what uh, Scalopi sees, goes like, I hope that they can yeah. like uh, uh, twist this 
cursed fate around. I hope they're not sleeping slaves, but yeah. they wake up and do what they will mm. with their own, you know, destinies. So when Rolling Stones enters the picture, it's just a way of Araki basically going, in addition to them being fucked, right, from just uh, King Crimson and Diavolo being that much more insane of an ability, yeah. in addition to them having all the odds against them in life, and in addition to them having zero information to go on. They were also explicitly fated to lose. They were, before they even met Giorno, they were double fucked. Yeah. Right? Rolling Stones existing on its own is equally as bad as every other thing that happened to them in the story. Right? So all the weight they were carrying was twice as hard. Yeah. They were super gonna die no matter what, which Mista is still fated to die. Yeah. Right? Um, and of course the way you exploit Rolling Stones is by, if you don't show up, you can do things crazy and stay alive, whatever. But regardless, it was just to say, and despite those double odds, they still made it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of meant to just be like a, like you didn't know it, but the whole time it was even worse and they still succeeded. Man, Fugo sucks. Fugo's. Fugo sucks ass. You know. Am I wrong about Mista being fated to die? Yeah, you super wrong. Why is, Why is that? Why is that? He's never fated to die. His face never appears. He touches it. Let me so, pull that up on the stone. Because I thought his face was on the No, no. It's, it's Bruno, and then when it snaps, it's Bruno, uh, Narancia, and Abakio. Mista was actually totally fated to live. Okay. Uh, why does Fugo suck? Because... Yeah, he, he fucking quit. But when you, but like, but like again, th- like think about is one. You're, you're you can delete fights from the story if Fugo had tagged along. I need to. I need to actually read Purple Haze feedback so I can catch his entire like the the whole thing where they explore what and why because like that's what it's, a, it's oh, about. Oh yeah, it's about Fugo explaining his mentality right, and and it's also about Giorno giving him another shot. Now I understand that. He had a stand ability that could never be used in any of the locations they ever too fought. Too OP. Way too OP. But not even like too OP. Like, let's say it's not that OP, but he could never, ever, ever, like, all the, all the, all the fucking stories fights take place in Venice or Rome or big crowded yes. locations surrounded by people. Like, almost like Chocolata, same deal, except yeah. Chocolata doesn't give a fuck, right? Yeah. It's like, ah, I beat you, stand user. I also killed, like, 100 babies. Oops. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not great. That's not great. I'll, and, and of course, uh, what I'm happy about, too, is people immediately... Like, everyone who, who already read Part 5 was bursting at the seams holding back the part where... The beginning of fighting gold at the foot of the statue. Rolling Stones is in the background. And it's really even the dark. Gro- it's only the, it's even the gross one with the ah, yeah. Face. It's the, the Bruno version. You have to uh, up the brightness to see the face on it. Right? I can see it on my TV. Okay. Right yeah. And and then uh, again in uh, um, yeah, future, future Crusaders. Yeah, you see the the regular rock. You see it on, but you see this the sphere exactly, which then gets edited to make sure you, you understand. So no, no, you've been looking at it the whole time, the, and then Mister sees another rock at the end that makes him think of it. The goofiest thing, the goofiest thing is that when you were you talked about the Rolling Stone, uh, I don't know six weeks ago, that they got it in there. 
I thought what you were referring to is when they beat Requiem, I thought that was the orb behind your head that casts the shadow. Oh! And I was like, oh, that's pretty crazy! The light shining? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's depicted as an orb. Yeah, no, 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 no. That, 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 so that's a wild one. But I was hard talking about yeah. Rolling Stones. Yeah, I know that now. At the foot of the statue, at the foot of both statues. Yeah, right. And one of those bit, things where you're just like, I can't, can't talk about it till you get there. Yeah. No one even knows that they should be looking for a sphere. Yeah. You know, um, spheres are bad. Cubes good. Not to mention, uh, so the, and the, one of the fun parts about the Seven Stand user is that you encounter the Rolling Stones and it moves like. One sp- space every time you move a space, uh huh. But it can't. It will follow you through rooms, and it will follow you through walls, and it like it is there in the across. If you touch it, it follows you the entire game, and if it gets to you, you're dead. Oh, like there's a whole fucking thing, and there's there's a point, there's an escape point whenever when you encounter it. But it's a lot of fun that they did that. Um, yeah. So that's that's it. I think the point of Sleeping Slaves was to just show you that the weight was twice. It was weighted clothing. Yeah. Right. In addition to the struggle, and they still made it. Um, so yeah, man. God bless. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just because it falls short, in my opinion, it's, just because I enjoy the other JoJo parts more, doesn't mean this is the bad part because it's still really. Now bad. that I've fully experienced five, yeah, it's probably my least favorite. Uh, but but JoJo's bar, but it's, is it's super high. It's just because I feel there's a lot of little missed opportunities. The thing, the promise of a child of Dio and Jonathan, right, is really really interesting to explore, and I feel like I was waiting for that, and I never really got it. You just got little maximum. little tiny. You got like, the muda 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 ri, and you got the poses. And you got things where he goes like, um, when someone said like, what if like Giorno represents what if Dio was a good person, right? Because it's like, what does he share? He shares the ambition, right? Wherever my circumstances are, I want to make it to the top. It's like, yes, but at the same time, like you could have, you, you could have led more of Dio's personality into him. Or you could have made it more of a struggle. You could have, or you could have even ex- had the Jonathan aspects of his you personality. You could have had him be the exact same character, except that his goals are noble, <laughs> like the exact same person, like just dirt, dirt, dirt. But I want to save the city from drugs. It's. I mean, again, I don't know. Um, I also felt that like the probably the biggest weirdo part to me of the whole part that really muddled it for me is something I I think I asked you like two months ago, which was I walked in here and went, is Bruno the main character? And you just kind of shrugged and you're like, he should be. Because that's the other thing. And when you said like Giorno could be the same, that's where I go, I disagree with that because to be honest, like Giorno is not as compelling. Giorno's not like Giorno's backstory is so much better than Dio. There's a blog literally called a a, a Giorno smile every day, and they're all just him with resting bitch face because he doesn't really smile, yeah. you know. And that's fine ultimately, but I'm and I'm not saying he needs to be a taunter like Dio is, but he needs more personality. I felt like he 
reminded me of like a kind of like a blank slate type of character. Yeah, a little bit. Which is not what any other JoJo is, you know? Even when they're at their most quiet, there's still overwhelming amounts or there's overwhelming amounts of burning something inside. Like of Jotaro it. is a whether fucking... it's burning honor, nobility, you know, whether it's burning go fuck yourself. Yeah. Right? Whether it's burning just smoldering anger or like smugness. You know, like, it's all, there's something in there that's going. And like, Jotaro is a actual blank, can- like, his face is just always emotionless. But even him, you can tell that underneath that, there's a lot going on. He's actually a pretty nice guy. He cares about his people. He's he just he's not very emotional outward, right? But with Jordo, it's just like, I kind of felt he was just waiting to say, Oh, you did a good job, Mr. Getting Shot All Those Times. Having a dream is not enough, you know? That's the start of something interesting, and then you got to take it from there. And I think Bruno, like, I got, yeah, I just... Bruno's got such... Bruno is, like, his backstory perfectly sets him up to to conflict with Diavolo. Yeah, yeah, to do what he does. He does. Yeah, so, you know... hide in this room and stab anyone that comes at my dad. And, I mean, like, Jotaro, like, even though he was also just the stoic silent type... He has the bit which is like, I'm sto I'm so stoic and silent that that's gonna be the punchline in in multiple occasions where it's just like the only reason you lost is because you pissed me off. Did you seriously say that? <laughs> you know, I think like I think the absolute like because Jotaro doesn't show a lot of his personality, right? He does the he, you know he writes the check to Steely Dan, and they, which is pretty great. He, he he tells the other person to say something cool. Yeah. Um, he'll, he, he, he yells at his mom, but then he's like, oh, you doing okay? And Holly sees through it, stuff like that. But I think the number one thing that we got to see, like, what, who is Jotaro is in four when he encounters Kira and he throws down a line about, he's got a nice looking watch, but I'll break it so you can't tell at time. I mean, your face. Your face, that is. And it doesn't hit at all. It's a terrible line. And, and then he, then just he does, does it again. He just does a different version of the same line. Yare, yare. Which is your like, oh my is. god. While every fight in Stardust Crusaders, he's fighting, but in the back of his mind, he's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say something really cool about justice or like. Well, what a- now here's the bit, right? When you think about it, <laughs> He does the same thing. Every Joestar has a moment early on where you have to define what they're about, right? Yeah. And this is, this is the right thing to do with any new story where you're learning your new character and you want to find out. Particularly in JoJo, you're always going, what makes you a unique Joestar compared to the last set, right? Yeah. And uh, right off the bat, you establish Jonathan by looking at the way he treats, like – saving Arena. He's the ultimate chivalrous hero. And then Arena is like, oh my god, my hero. And he's like, it wasn't for you. It was for, for being a gentleman and for honor. And then he turns and goes, eh, and <laughs> right. runs away. And then jo- Joseph has his moment where he's in the plane, and then he's like, let's crash this fucking plane because I'm not going to deal with your stupid shit, you criminals. Right? And then also, a Tommy gun! Yeah. So he's, he sets himself up as like just a wild hard ass that's completely opposite of what we just saw. Yeah. You know, and so for Jotaro, Jotaro, it's when he's when he go he does his judge speech yeah. against Kakyoin. He's like, because the law and and um, the victims and yeah. the, 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 our society, like you can hide from them with your stand. Therefore, my stand will be the judge. And he goes yeah. off on that whole bit. That's his like 
establishing my 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 character moment. Um, and Jorno has those. I totally agree with Jotaro, except for one thing: the moment that I I like because I watched the old OVA. And mm-hmm. I thought Jotaro was cool. Mm-hmm. But when I watched the new anime, there's the one line he says in that judgment speech that just kills me inside. It makes me love him so much. When I hate the food, I stiff the bill. It's it's so specific <laughs> because he's like, listen, I might be a bad guy. When I I, I leave without paying all the time. <laughs> and it's like that's that's Jotaro's baseline for being a bad person. You're a scumbag, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, like you'd look at you'd you'd think that like uh, on appearance, <laughs> Josuke would be the type, to, you know. But like he's like, nah. Let's let's like go hustle these lotto tickets, right? Yeah. Which, but like Jotaro straight up is like, fuck that food. I'm out. This food is terrible. Ugh. I'll smoke in public. I will yell at my fangirls, right? And, yeah, anyway. I'm such a badass. Like, you can hear him saying it. Like, I'm so fucking cool and tough. It's like, oh, man. He really goes, he goes over the top to make sure he appears cool at all times. Meanwhile, he's hanging out with the horse girl in the back of the class doodling dolphins. Yes. So, (laughs) Giorno Giovanna has a dream, um, but, like, that's, and he has charisma. Yeah. He has it. That's what leads everyone to follow him. Mm -hmm. But then it kind of stops a little bit, you know? And, um, I mean, his, his... His blood and his determination take him far enough, and it's fine. But yeah, that's kind of. I, I wanted. I wanted more of a struggle with Dio's elements you, playing you into. Totally him. nailed it for me. the The story tells you he's the most charismatic guy, and everyone's like, "There's just something about him. I gotta follow him." But Bruno is actually displaying way more charisma. Yeah, yeah. And like when I think about that compared to like the speech that Dio gives, where uh, he's talking to. Either who was it? It was Kakyoin or Polnareff. It was Kakyoin, where he conv- where he like um, convinces him to his side or whatever. Yeah. And like Kakyoin sees him for the first time, and he's like, "I was fucking terrified to the point where when he kind of showed up behind me and just went, "Hey, man, let's be friends." He's like, "I was so relieved. Like, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah what anything, anything, because I'm otherwise I'm just dead." You know, yeah. so like that kind of moment really shows you what that charisma thing is about, mm-hmm. you know, and like, yeah, you're watching Bruno demonstrate it 100%. Um, that's the golden wind, you know, it's good. But also the golden wind is also literally the wind that blows as as Bruno goes to heaven. Yeah, it literally turns gold and then he pulls the fucking arrow out of it and does this bit. <laughs> can I can I can we take a t- Jojo tangent here? It's been established that if you're really close to somebody, you get to see their ghost leave. Yes. And talk to you. Yes. And, and all sorts of shit. Oh, yes. Also, bloodlines allow you to sense when your family members are nearby. Which, I, you know, I thought it was silly when it got introduced, except it has been totally a mainstay of the whole series the it, whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Um, yeah. But more than anything, all I can think of is... Yo, what happened with Joseph back in the day? His ghost was like, Jotaro, I'm a dead-ass old man ghost, and I'm going to heaven. You gotta beat Dio. Okay, bye. And then evaporated into heaven. And then, like, like an hour later, he came back to life with vampire blood. 
Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? You don't question Araki <laughs> is the answer to that. You don't question that. And then shit. later, and then later. Ju- you like, know what it was? He didn't get the little cherub baby angels. Oh, shut up. That's stupid. The little cherubs around Bruno are how you know he's gone for good. And then later, Jotaro has the audacity to tell Josuke there's nothing anyone can do to save the dead once their soul has departed their body. Not to mention Joseph having the audacity to be like, Ah, Dio, it's me! And uh, Jotaro is like, I will rip you to pieces, old man. What <laughs> Talk did, to me about Weird Al. Did Weird Al sing? Well, like, yeah, who <laughs> sung the song Eat It, uh, Eat It instead of Beat It, you know? And it's like, it's just a prank, bro. It's just a prank. Why? What a f- This is minutes after Polnareff's near death, Kakyoin's death, Avdol's death, Iggy's death. And this he's too, like, ha, 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 ha. This too was a question on Joe Jopardy. He can't turn it off. Fuck you, Joseph, you goddamn. Ugh. Anyway, God bless. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's silly shit. I was going to say that. Uh, oh, yeah. No, just that last. Like, shout outs to. Uh, David Production and everybody out in the JoJo team because they did a final variant intro for two episodes. Yeah. Immediately followed by the last one that was the sound effects version just to say they did them all. Yeah. They never missed a sound effect version and they never missed a beat on it. But for literally just that one week, yeah. you got to see the undoing of King Crimson. And then the rewind of the yeah. song, and then it goes back into the chorus. Like, super chill. Really, really nice with well, it's that. because that takes place. Like, there's like, Gold Experience is like a flash. Like, it's there and yeah. it's over. Yep. He takes back the intro, and he does the most Dragon Ball thing in JoJo, yeah. outside of Koichi's hair literally going Super Saiyan. I, you know what? That's the other thing that actually kind of bummed me out. Once the arrow got introduced, and it was a race to the arrow, I'm like... The hero winning because the hero becomes stronger than the villain is unsatisfying to me. In most cases. Um, like, even like even over, like, they just wanted it more. Like, Jonathan just wanted it more than Dio did on that boat. Joseph is an asshole. And him winning out of luck is more, like, fun to me than, uh, like, the fucking Eyes of Heaven LP that we did. We both groaned when it's like, oh, Star Star Platinum can also do the- Also, J- Jonathan didn't only want it more. He specifically created in my in my like go- coming up with the questions and going back yeah. over my research, uh he specifically created that circumstance. He punches Wang Chung uh Wang Chan's head off yeah. and then forces his body with the ripple to grab the, the yeah. gears of the boat and crash it. So he created that entire yeah, scenario. Yeah, because he wanted it more. Well, yeah, yeah. And then he was him. willing to uh, to foresee a, a win that yeah. included his own death. Yeah, Joseph bullshits with the redstone, as yeah. you said. Um, he didn't win. Yeah, he just didn't lose. Yeah, yeah. Josuke gets Jotaro. It gets the same power, but he's not better. He's not stronger than Dio at it. He's actually way weaker, but he outsmarts him. Josuke and the gang outsmart outsmart. Kira. Kira and his powers are fucking nuts and even and here's the thing here's why it's satisfying they don't actually win against him in the sense that he survives that encounter where yeah. he's fully outsmarted but then bullshit luck yeah, comes into play <laughs> you know 
So that's fine, because it's like you lost what mattered. But then Jorno goes Super Saiyan and is the winner. Yes. Because he's stronger. Yeah. And it's like, ah. I get because fate, it's a thing, but still it's like, no. Yeah. I mean, Jonathan's the only one that really just takes it. Yeah. Like, definitively takes it. And And then he doesn't definitively take it later. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we won't talk about the future. You know, um, it's it's really kind of wild how like a lot of these endings end up being like, yeah, you didn't win. You just didn't lose. Yeah. You know, because really you did give the enemy God power. Yeah. And they're going to use it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, two coffins. What are you going <laughs> to what are you going to what? There was a, there was a false bottom in the coffin and they threw right. the coffin back in the ocean. Even George Joestar didn't win. It's like, you found the Nazis of Vampire. You found the last of Dio's brood. Congratulations. Now you're fucking dead. Lisa Lisa, though. All right. Um, Judge yeah. the spoiler cast over? Um, sleeping Slaves cast. Sleep over. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Over. Great. You put a timestamp in there if you like. Or not. Whatever. How's your week? Uh, I took the week off from streaming last week because I restarted my computer. It was acting a little goofy. And then uh, the PC says it will not boot because I have a CPU temperature error. I'm like, huh? And then I go into the the the, the boot uh, the BIOS, and my CPU is running at 62 degrees before the computer is even fully on. And I go, hmm, that's not good. So then I boot it. Celsius. Oh yeah. I boot it, and I'm like, oh, this is idling at 65 to 70. Idle. And then I'm like, mmm. Then I load up, like, Monster Hunter. 100. Instant. Inst- as soon as the fucking thing turns on. And I'm like, okay. No OBS for this computer this week. Uh, turned out the pump died on That's my what happened. I was about to say, last time that happened to me, it was the dead pump. So, hey. I have a piece of advice that I, I hope you can agree with. Wa- uh, water cooling? Not all it's cracked up to be. Well, to be fair, when that happened to me, it happened once in years. Yeah. Right? And it does happen. That water will eventually need servicing. Somehow. Right? Either the pump, the fan, the but, water. But, but but unlike a normal coolant system where, oh, it doesn't work, time to shut it down. Yeah. You can actually use your computer with a busted water coolant system for a bit longer. Yeah. And then notice that, uh-oh, nothing's getting cooled. So I had been having uh, a week and a half, two weeks of OBS crashing in the middle of my streams. Couldn't figure out why. Guess what? It's because my CPU was Liquid redlining. Coolant, excuse me. Right. Uh, yeah, but water cooling. See, here's the here's my problem with water cooling. Right, the fan is encased in a in a in a in a sheath, so you can't really see the fan spinning. When when my heatsink fan breaks, I can look at it. I can open my PC and I can see it. I can go, the fan's not fucking spinning. It's not spinning. And I can repair the fan. Yep. On a heatsink. Yep. I just you know pop it up. I can't repair a water cooler. Uh, you can hear it not doing its thing. Or well, you can, I, I you can touch it. I have a whole fucking case dedicated to killing sound, so I wouldn't. So, asked a asked a nice computer man in the local area, well, the local area of Montreal, to help me with my computer problem. Got a good knock to a heatsink in there. Got more fans, everything. Uh, very helpful. 
And I would like to give this uh, gentleman a shout out because this is the best computer service I have ever used. It is a so it's only Montreal area because it's a dude. Uh, it's KSK Computers. And the reason why I was so impressed is I called him up and said, "Hey, can you help me fix my computer?" He's like, "I'm busy. I can fix it on Friday." And it was Tuesday at the time. I'm like, ah, oh, that's a bummer, right? But fine. But on Friday, the guy drove to my house, picked up my computer, took it away, then came back five hours later and handed me my computer back with all the parts repaired, serviced, and replaced. Awesome. Like, I was without my PC for a total of one afternoon. So, and he was also very nice and helpful and polite and, nice. and kind. So that's KSK Computers in Montreal. It's very, very helpful. Extremely good service, man. But it meant that didn't stream last week. But I did play one new video game, which I, if you have any interest in the genre, you should probably pick up, Wooly. Have you heard anything about the new Fire Emblem? Yeah, uh, I heard that... Um the three schools three, three houses three families fire emblem three houses heard it's i heard it's it's uh, the big new one and i heard that uh it's got like a, an overworld now so the biggest problem that i had with fire emblem because ostensibly as somebody who loves strategy rpgs who liked the disguise series who loves fft who whose favorite games in the genesis era are the shining force games i should love fire emblem except my biggest problem with fire emblem is that in almost all the Fire Emblem games, you are a per, you are like a, a, a Monopoly figure on a map. Mm-hmm. And you move that around, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Three Houses, they have a big old fancy cathedral that you would explore week to week, Persona style. And uh, Paige is the first one that said it to me. I don't know if she's the one who came up with it. She says she isn't. She says other people saying it. But people are calling it Shin Megami Sensei. In that this is a Persona game now, just through and through. Remember time pregnancies from mm-hmm. Awakening? That's gone. You're no longer getting your units time pregnant, which is nice because that was creepy. So how do you make the babies now? You don't. There's there, no time babies. There's no babies the anymore. The time babies are gone. So now you just find people. Yeah, now you just hang out with people. Okay. And almost the whole cast is right there at the very beginning. Okay. It's just when you start, you pick one of the three houses, and that is your primary roster of eight to ten people, and then you can poach people from other houses as you go through the game. Um, it's really, really, really good. It's really fucking good. And it's basically still just Fire Emblem. In it's terms basically... Of- they added a lot of stuff to the fire. Combat is combat is combat for fire. So they added games. a lot of stuff to that that makes it a lot more forgiving in my eyes. The biggest one is that uh, if you play on classic or the classic Fire Emblem way, which is permadeath. Permadeath, yep. The biggest problem that I had with the old games is that you would hit a button and you'd see where enemies could move, but you never really had a good indication of what enemies would attack what units. And then they would all pile on this character that you thought would be relatively ignored and then that character would die. Right? So, not only do you have the ability to rewind a couple times a fight, just straight up rewind, like mm. go back five moves, but also when you move a character into a spot that is dangerous, you will see a little threat red line jump off of enemies and all hit that character. 
So you'll have situations where you move zones, you move Edelgard for two spaces, and six enemies will have red lines shoot off of them onto her. Are you committed to the move? No. Okay, you can back it out. Yeah, you can back it out. So you'll see, okay, if I move this character here, this character will die. Yep. And then you can mix and match and go, okay, such and such is priority as this guy, and such and such priority as this guy. And it gives you a lot more control over it. Cool. In addition, month to month, it's, it's, or week to week, it's not day to day like Persona. It's, it's literally, it's literally just Persona. Instead of walk going, around your town and walk around, talk to people. How do you want to spend your time? Okay. Do you want to, you want to, do you want to learn a class? You want to teach class? You want to do a battle drill? Do you want to do this? And it's but funny. It, but, be- like, are you building your social or are you building up your fight ability? Both. Okay. So there's three main things that you could do. You can either build up your 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 social links with your class by hanging out with them or doing class stuff with them. You can build up your character by having other professors instruct you. Or you can have um, just hit battles and gain XP. And it has all that meld into each other. And it's great. And probably the best thing that I can say about it is that the Fire Emblem stuff, it's a fun strategy RPG with lots of depth and classes and all that stuff. I have not talked to... I uh, Paige is playing it. I have another friend that's playing it. We have not talked once about fights, ever. Hmm. Not not a once. Hmm. Who cares? Who uh, cares? Interesting. Okay. R- really, it's about... Are we able to get Bernadette out of a room? I don't know. Man, Ferdinand's such a chode. Why has he got to be all about the nobles all the time? Sounds like that's what people wanted of from those characters all along, in a way. Because I feel like the Fire Emblem characters showing up in, in Smash and such have created, like... So it, it's created, like, a, 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 a fandom where y- people want to spend more time with these characters besides just these little in-between cutscene yeah. battle moments from the previous games. So that's a pretty So now move. so it's you know you have your 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 S-link rankings for you and every character, but every single character has that with every single other character. And I know that was in the past, but it's the first time I've been experiencing it. There's a lot here. Now I can all I haven't looked, but I can feel Fire Emblem Diehards being very mad. And it reminds me... Let me see. Not really. Not really. Yeah, I can see it. The fights are just a vehicle to uh, through to the slice of life. It's it's very much exactly what happened with Persona. It's Persona was a hardcore RPG series that became half-dating sim. And then the shit in between the, the, the RPGing is what people attach to. Right. Yeah. And it's like... Listen, the gameplay is the meat, but the 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 fluff is interesting. It's fun. It's like let's ignore the part where you're a professor and you're the same age as your students and you're able to date your students. That's kind of fucked up. But eh, we've had a lot of fucked up thing in these anime games. Hey, if you're the same age, who cares? Yeah. It's unethical. Oh, Can't date your students cuz of pressure. Then they yeah. can get a good grade. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's really good about the time pregnancies being gone is that the time pregnancies meant that everyone had to be straight because why would you ever have a relationship with somebody that couldn't result in a baby? Do you play Assassin's Creed Odyssey? I did. Oh crap. Didn't finish it. Oh crap. And they ran into that problem too. 
Uh, so here they've added a bunch of gay options. Da, 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 da. Uh, unfortunately, there's only one gay option for dudes, and it's not the guy that people want to fuck. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen, but the guy in yellow, uh, the I don't the, know, I haven't seen any of the tan skin. He's got a little rat tail on the side. His name's Claude. Everyone assumed you could suck that dude's dick. You can't. You fuck the sleepy kid. I I have no reference point. All right. See, this is what you got. You know, you... I bounced off of Fire Emblem too many times. I tried to. Is get, it the gameplay or is it the, I, I the time pregnancy? It, it, it was. I didn't even get to the time pregnancy, so it wasn't that. Yeah. But it was. It was. It was a lot of everything, and yeah. I tried on three different games once they started. So back in the day, I was really excited because when I first saw the Swordsman in Melee, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, Nintendo has a series about a franchise about knights and stuff. That's fun." Yeah. I didn't know anything about this. That seems like not their style, from what I've you know. And uh, then I found there was that. Then they brought over that Game Boy Color or Advanced one. I forget what system it was on, but um, I think it was the one with Ellie Wood in it. And uh, that, so I tried that for a little bit, and then I bounced off of it. I don't know. I just, I, I just, I don't. I, I, after the first, I, had, I didn't have any problem per se, but it's like after the first or second session, I just didn't feel like going back to it. So I, um, I felt pretty much the same way. And then I bought Fates, and then I bought Awakening, you know, or I, other way around. I did the exact same thing and bounced off of them every time because I felt there was nothing. I this this series and this game have shown me if I can't physically directly control a character ever, mm. I probably won't like the game. Mm. I also felt no hook in terms of like no one who I met was really like a character that I'm like I want to know more about that person. I I kind of saw a lot of anime characters with swords and capes and yeah. she and cool stuff, but nothing really gripped me. They and made me like want to hold on to it and uh and and I and I have no way to define the the quality that I'm talking about, yeah, but it's the same quality that applied to Sword Art Online characters, and it's the same quality that applied to when I first saw the faces in Astral Chain, yeah. That I kind of went, it's that thing, yeah. I don't know, but that's just that's just on, on the art. I, like, I would, has, I would, the art's not the only thing I'm talking. I, about, I understand you know? what you're saying. I'd say they they did a great job on these this batch of anime stereotypes. I think. There's a couple in them that are are new-ish, but yeah, it's it's hey, yeah, and like, I never went. I guess I never went deep enough to find the one or two that well, might like, be awesome. Someone's talking about Lan Q. I I I, I, I refer- didn't get I didn't get deep enough to see who that might have been. So like I yeah. I referred to I gave it a shot though. Uh, bought, uh, I bought those three. Hearts as the sleepy kid because that's his job. There's the gold digger. There's the sleepy kid. There's the shy girl. There's the ditzy one. There's the the girl who's yeah. quiet, but she really likes horses. Yeah, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I, I, I it's not for the same reasons, but I feel it a little bit with some of the tales games. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, tales to me is just stock anime. But but I do like the combat system in that being a fun juggle, you know, one player fucking Marvel. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, there's a little something in that art style that I, I kind of come back to that, like, it lacks a hook that'll be, like, that'll that'll pull me back to it, you know? Um, but for other reasons as well, I mean, the gameplay was, was yeah, it's cool. It's Fire Emblem strategy, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But I don't know. 
you know? Um, whereas when I played, um, like, Advance Wars or something yeah. like that, I was fucking in. I can't stand Advance Wars. I'm so in. I love Advance Wars. And Advance Wars is one of those series that I'll make the distinction where I won't say that it sucks. I'll say I can't stand Advance Wars because mm. create... If it's turn-based, you have your characters. If it's real-time, you create units. That's the rule. You can't create units when it's turn-based. That's not allowed. That's not allowed. You can't do it. What do you mean? I just make it. I hate it. It It's great. I hate it. It It's great. And then, of course, there's uh, me discovering, like, Into the Breach as a love in the form of, like, uh, perfect knowledge puzzle yeah it's just know, a puzzle game puzzle games but yeah but yeah fire emblem three houses it's a good one okay it, i would say that if you ever wanted to try to bounce again this would be a decent shot okay but uh, are, are are you pretty much are though like i haven't seen the cast like i like you mentioned um but like you know like it's a good cast you know all that you but you know all the cat all the fire emblem characters that made it into like smash yes is it pretty much like you're hanging out with all of them no, because all the Fire Emblem characters that made it into Smash are all the same character. They're all... I'm the sword hero yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, whereas all the... they they Your character in this one is a fucking slate. Okay. They are a fucking blank canvas. They they have zero personality. Probably more like FE than anything. Um, yeah, it actually... I saw somebody saying uh, when I was talking about it on an earlier stream, it's like... It's like you get to enjoy all the character bits of of, of hashtag FE without having to play hashtag FE, mm. which is a win for everyone. Yeah, you do the dates and that. That's true. Um, but yeah, no, the cast is good. They're uh, they're not. I wouldn't call them weirdos. Where like you'd call the persona, I'd call the persona cast weirdos. Like they're trying to go as far as they can go with certain personality traits. Mm. I would call them. Probably they're nice little refreshing takes on the archetype. I mean, they're not all weirdos. They're like, I feel like Ken and uh, Shinji, like Shinji's antisocial, but he's not yeah. unrealistic, you know? Nah, well, he is a little with the with the magic, but you know what okay. I mean. Yeah, I feel like him and Ken are like pretty, pretty well-rounded yeah. normal people. Um, but yeah, I hear you. It's a good one. That's my main thing to say about it, is that it's very good. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it very much. And that Black Eagles are the best house. And this is not just this is not just me saying it. It's also like numerical. Everybody knows the Black Eagles are. Are we the fucking best is this is this Niantic again? Willie. Is this Pokemon Go again? No. This is literally Pokemon Go again. I, no. Wooly. You pick you take three choices, you give you give the Willie. public three groups, and they all serve a particular need. Wooly. I will I will answer your question with a yes and a no. It's not Niantic. It's not Pokemon Go. It's actually Harry Potter. Oh, it's Slytherin, Pufflepuff. No, there's no Slytherin house. Cause, okay, no one ever picks Slytherin. No, publicly. No one would ever go, man, that Slytherin house is the dopest. Everyone would always say that they would be Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, or Ravenclaw. And that is... Those three that I just said have been directly transplanted into this game. Baratheon, Lannister, and Stark? Yeah. Except take Lannister out and put a not-evil one in. A not-evil one. I I can't think. (laughs) Right? They even even fit the animals. It's a fucking lion and eagle. They're all kind of evil at some point, but... Right? Hmm. 
Uh, but the reason I say that is because sure. when you play the game online, it does the Persona thing of like, listen, this is what people did with their time. It'll say uh, 12% of people battled today or 89% of people. But on the load screens, it'll also tell you, hey, this is who got recruited this month. This is who got deployed this month. And from one to eight, it's the whole cast of Black Eagle. Mm. It's that's the one because they're the best one because their leader is like a snobby, bitchy axe princess with Mitsuru's voice. So therefore, that's 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 all. the best one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. She'll look at you and judge you. The first thing you see, you look at her and it says, I feel like she's always evaluating and judging me. And you're like, there you go. That's the best one right there. I have no strong feelings one way or the other. Damn you. Damn you. Uh, apathy. Not apathy. What's not ambivalence. What's the mean? What's the middle one? Ah, I can't remember. It's gone. I've lost it. That's pretty much it for me. Okay. If you want to see me streaming more stuff this week, check it out. Twitch.tv slash AngriestPat. It'll be Sinking City, FF7, and Monster Hunter this week. Uh, so, meanwhile, uh, on my end, so I talked about, uh, yeah, JoJo. Um, and before I left for my weekend adventure, I... In scenic Hamilton. Played... The Outer Wilds. You did? Yes. Played it for about two hours. Okay. How should we talk about this? Did you get to the part where yes. you understand why I didn't want to talk to you? Yes. Okay. So let's get... That's fucking incredible. Let's, let's, let's put a secondary... If you don't want to know what one of the hooks for the Outer Wilds is, stop listening for about ten minutes. I had no idea. I don't think I have 10 minutes worth of conversation. However, because I, I played a lot more of it. I will say this. Uh, I don't feel the same as you in terms of this is your game of the year, but I would say that if the uh, if No Man's Sky had that, this would that game would have changed games. Yeah. This this to to me I feel like this is what No Man's Sky and The Witness both aspired to be in one game. Because the difference is the exploration and the drive to want to uncover things still that remains. Yeah. That's all there. But now you have the ultimate impetus to actually go do it. Yeah. And you have the impetus to do it big fast because have if you, you take uh... too long... The galaxy so what did you, you are in. What did you explore? What will did... end. So I, I mean, I noticed the first time around that there, I was like, I was like, basically, because for the purposes of taking like a, a quick look at this thing, which I did, walking around town and playing hide and go seek with these fucking kids to learn the mechanics. Yeah. Like, I, I, at a certain point, I just got really bored and went, you know what, like, I'm, I'm done talking to you villagers and yeah. whatnot, right? But there's a lot to, I could have done as tutorial. Yeah. If I were to just do all of that, I assume that the moment I got back to my ship and took off, it would be exactly... Time stops when you're, when you're in that area. Does it? Yeah. Oh. When you're doing that stuff on pass one, time st it doesn't 
Go it's the it. moment you launch. It's the moment you walk into the launch bay and go up. Okay, because I was I was hoping that the waste of time in the tutorial form yeah. would have been for the purpose of you then launch and that's the end of the world. So I have a question for you. Did you check out everything in that museum? Uh pretty much. I did. I did I checked out the first couple things. And then I was like, oh, my God. Okay, we, I got to get a move on here. Like, yeah. It was like 24, 25 minutes of just like reading. Like, it was getting to a point where it's like, ah. So my favorite you know? part of that thing. But I did. But it sets up a lot and it shows you the fucking sun. So it shows you a thing. This is how the sun's This evolved. is how Asarik's. And, and yeah. I looked at it and I didn't pay it any attention because I already knew how suns work. Of course. And the chat went nuts. I was like, no, look at it. We need to see, we need to see it. I'm like, okay, it's fine. And I read the thing about the sun. Oh, they for, oh, yeah, yeah, you played with a chat. Yeah, I played with a chat, but the ah, chat was good. My okay. chat was good. Okay. But then I get out in the space and I'm exploring around and I take a look. I'm like, the sun looks, I must be wrong that the sun looks larger than it did and it looks like a different color. I must be mistaken. I and then I went a little further and it's like, nah, people I'm not mistaken. Okay, okay. So you actually saw the buildup, yeah. And you and you and then I died, but you interpret, but you interpreted what you were seeing, yeah. Okay, I went through this. Uh, so I was sitting there with Reggie and basically had the moment of like, okay, what's next on the star chart? We checked out this planet. We talked to that guy. He kind of lost his mind. Yeah. Okay, now we went here and oh, off. that'd be the moon, Adoron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, fuck, my ship, like, the gravity on this planet sent my ship flying into space. This sucks, <laughs> right? And a lot, and I basically got, I got I retrieved it and we did a whole little thing. And then, like, not even looking at the color change, not yeah. noticing, I looked away to pick the next autopilot destination. And then suddenly I'm like, am I in reentry? Yeah, what I'm hearing happening? this horrible noise. I'm seeing fire in my perifs right now. What's going on? Like, is that? Oh, it's fine. Let's get to that planet. Look back at the map. And then suddenly ambient music started playing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, that's nice that occasionally they'll play some, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think, I saw that it was changing, oh. but I didn't think it was going to kill me within a, it's, it, within a 24 minute cycle. So you have, is, you is have that 24 the, minutes okay. to do the game. Yeah, okay. okay. And um, I, you know, I explored, uh, I explored everything on it. So the, the planets are the perfect size. They're big, but they're small enough that you can actually explore the entire planet in one hour. And you have a device that says where the, the in, things of interest are. Yeah. And you know that the North Pole of every planet is where communications are the best. And also... Um, uh, your ship's log will maintain everything forever. And if you go to a location and didn't get everything, your ship's log will have an asterisk and tell you, yes, you, you need to go everything. back there. Exactly. So that, that, when I went, when I went after, uh, that first two hour look at the game and saw that log basically be like, this is, you discovered this, you discovered that, and this is still a mystery. And I went, this is a puzzle game. It is a puzzle game. And I'm going to ask you really carefully, where did you go? I went to uh, the water planet. You went to Giant Steep. I went to the moon. Uh huh. I went to the planet that was all uh, rock. Yeah. I went to the planet that was all spiky and shitty. Dark Bramble. I, I have not been there myself. I went to the planet that was connected to another one. Okay, Ash Twin. And I went. I was on both of those. And I went to the uh, comet. Yeah. The interloper. Yep. The one that's cycling around. Yep. Um, 
And I want to say, I mean, that, that's the icy one, right? The no. Inter- yeah, I, I haven't been to it. I went You've to- actually been more locations than I have. Okay. So the, the reason I ask is because instead of going to every place, bah, 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 I fucking scraped every location on uh, uh, hearth uh, timber, timber hearth or whatever. Oh. I scraped every location on the moon. I scraped yeah, every yeah. location on Giant's Deep. I he, spread it out. I spread it out for the sake of, of exploration. So here's the thing. Both of these options are possible. The game has a severe breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. There are breadcrumbs off every location that mm-hmm. go to every location. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they are something as simple as, uh, I found this log from this guy, and he said he was going to go to Dark Bramble. So if I go to Dark Bramble, I'll find that guy, yeah. and then I'll talk to him about whatever right did you approach uh did you approach an event horizon of some kind what do you mean the nothing oh you you found the white hole station oh okay yeah yeah you went to brittle hollow and you fell in yeah that is very disorienting yes it is (laughs) and the way that handles the skybox as you approach infinity refracting onto itself is really, really weird. So I have a question for you. Did you manage to leave Whitehole Station come back? I did. The, the, I pulled the little switch yeah. the moment I died. Okay. So I don't know what it did. There's a, there's a bunch of goofy little things there. And so here's the thing. You read the stuff at Whitehole Station, and Whitehole Station tells you how to use Whitehole Station to leave. Okay. That is your an upgrade. You have your camera device, you have your uh radio wave mm-hmm. device, you have your suit, you have your ship. Mm-hmm. Everything in that game, like this is a game because it's under a cycle. To beat the game, I know this in my heart, you will be able to fly off and just fly to the end. Yes, of course. There is nothing, you will gain nothing. All you're doing is gathering the information, like to get you to that. I door. I achieved a big upgrade, a huge upgrade that lets me control parts of the world by reading a single line of text that said, "If you do this, yeah, this happens, yeah, or doesn't happen, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. And there is a straight up location in the game that says you need to know this. This and this in order to walk forward. And it is the physical equivalent of a completely empty room with literally nothing other than you need to know these things to move forward. Okay. And I know that if I knew those things, I would look at that room and go, oh, yeah, it's this. I just do that. Right? It's so cool. It's very interesting. It's a very interesting thing. On a game that doesn't have a giant budget? No. Very much not big budget at all. I love all. the art style with the way the planets work. Sure, yeah, yeah. But, like, you can like you can feel that, like, if you just took that that core idea, um, I get, like, again, if you put that into something that actually put in the world tech like No Man's Sky, yeah. we would have a game changer. So the problem with that you know? is that it can't, because the only reason this game works is because it's small. Because of the scale. Yes, you're right. You're super right, and I agree. It, um, if, if it... But in terms of landmass, it's like the size of the Island of the Witness. Like, it's actually quite small. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I'm, not, I, I'm not sure whether it would be... 
Like this works, and it's also fun because of the sense of urgency. The moment you you come back, yeah. right? Because the say, next time around, you're like, "Fuck, go, 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 hustle, hustle." That slow and, and all that slow paced whatever is completely gone. Um, but I, I guess, like, I guess the, I, there's just something cool to thinking about, like, like a fully realized world that also has that yeah. kind of. There's a right, when you, know? you go back to it. Uh, in the options, there is an option you can enable that it's on by default for the Nomian writing. But you can turn it on for dialogue, and you can turn it on for uh, your ship's log, which stops time when you're reading. Ah. So I don't know if you noticed if you were near a waterfall or something, but when you read the Nomian dialogue, time stops. Important. Because fuck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, don't turn it on for dialogue. Okay. Because there's a couple cool moments okay. that it, that only happen if... Dialogue is happening while the world continues to exist. Yeah, okay. Um, for ship's log, that's also fine. Right. Flying that ship was rough. It's hard. And I make some big, dumb, embarrassing crash crashes. I was uh, brushing Elmo last night. I was streaming last night. I was br- oh, I said autopilot for Giant's Deep? Okay, I got time to brush the cat. Flew right into the fucking lava moon <laughs> around side <laughs> yeah, Little Hollow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand how to land properly. Until, like, the fifth time I crashed. I still don't know how to land. I finally figured it out, right? You look down on the landing cam, and you only use the A button. Nah, you just fucking... And you tap hard the A button it. softly. Like, like literally, Reggie's like, dude, slow down. And I'm like, I can't. You know there's an eject button on your ship? Oh, is there? Okay. Yeah, if yeah. you hold down on the D-pad and turn to your right, there's an eject button. And it fires the forward capsule. You're not even sealed. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then you repair your shit, and it, it really is fucking interesting. I spent about four and a half hours exploring Brittle Hollow last night, only to find that there was an area that I can't get to, because I don't... It's probably the most fun game to ever say, I don't know mm-hmm. how to get there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can see it, and it makes no sense. And the last thing I I did after, I think I did a, I think I did three response like actually technically four because i jumped off a, i jumped off a a, a a ledge in the main town yeah. just to see if fall damage was a thing it is and then i'm like great and then i'd respawned right um thankfully and the game was like oh that didn't count you didn't know what happened it's fine you know but um when uh the last thing i noticed that i'm now obsessed with was the fourth time i woke up and then i'm i'm like what the fuck is that blue thing you're staring at? And it launches and it goes off. And I'm like, that that is something. Oh, really you mean important. the thing orbiting Giant's Deep? And it, but it launches the moment you wake up. It's the first thing you see. It's the first thing you see. God damn it, I want to know why that's the first thing I see. So I I will I will share a de- I will end on sharing a detail with you yeah. about that thing that you may not have noticed because you only saw it four times. Did you notice that every time you wake up, it fires in a different direction? No. It does. Okay. It fires in a completely randomized direction. Okay. Despite the fact that you're trapped in a time loop. Yeah, okay. Okay. When I noticed that, I got on my fucking ship and I hauled the fuck over there. Exactly. And was like, what is this thing? Yeah, yeah. And then that... Sent me to this location, this location. I, I, I attempted to, to, I hauled up and I attempted to like, just like fucking eyeball the blue 
Yeah. Into the, and you don't have time. I tried to chase it. It is the fastest thing in the universe. It is. Think about the speed it's moving from the distance you're at. Oh, it's so fucking fast. Holy shit. Yeah. So, um, what there's a, what a tons really of cra- There's tons game. of crazy shit on really even your own game. planet. And like, like, it's so important. Here's a little hint for you. You know your suit protects you from water damage? Yeah. You know those geysers in the middle of town? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff in there. Yeah. Like, it is so important to, like, let the beginning of that game happen until its premise is is presented. So the store page totally spoils it? Fuck! I did not know that. Someone told me that, too, and I never went back to check, but someone told me. Thankfully, they said, download and install the game, never read anything, or look at any screenshots. This is the, this is the game the most... I can think of, like, either do it as a community like I'm doing it, or do it in a locked room by yourself. Right? Like, don't... The 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 thing of, like, talking to your buddy about it, oh, cool, like, that seems like an awful way to go through it where your buddy's But set. the community version of that is, like, you're, you're going to get a lot more than you want. I have actually been surprised at uh, at my personal chat's like calmness. Okay. On that. Really cool. Really cool premise. It is a galaxy brain game for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strongest premise. Easy, easy, easy. I was also su- I, surprised how hard it gets. Mm. It gets quite difficult. Mm. I um, I I think and like it's the to the point where an unremarkable like world and not a world an unremarkable like feeling engine yeah and assets are made up for with an Im- an incredible premise well like otherwise it's kind of like, like it's, yeah, it's, it's a unity solid game, you know it looks it's, it runs well and it's solid mm-hmm. but then you get to the part where it's like there's actually a lot of really crazy things that that are happening uh since you encountered the black hole you can use that to slingshot yourself to areas in that in that zone Oh, okay. You can throw yourself at it and use it and use your jets and its gravity mm. to fire yourself into parts of it that you would not otherwise be able to reach. Mm. That's complicated and weird. And the fact that the first time I got out into space, I died instantly because I forgot the sun had gravity. So the only other thing, oh, uh, I never even got close to the to that to find out what would happen. Yeah, the sun has gravity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, I guess the one other question I'd have is, once the premise reveals itself, yeah, are there further reveals? There are constant shocks and surprises. Okay, okay. Um, nothing like that. Yeah. But, like, sci-fi is a good place to show you weird things that make no sense and then demand that you understand them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, and again, I, I, and I'm treating that museum room... As it's a primer, a primer for everything that matters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially considering, like, here's a rock. You see that rock, Wooly? Look at that rock, though. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna say, did you see a heavenly body? Yeah, that didn't have a name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> did you? Uh, I may or may not have. I don't even. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. All right. The Outer Wilds. It's crazy. It requires installing the Epic Store. 
or a console. Xbox One. Only? Yeah. Uh, it's coming to Steam later. They're adding, uh, there's going to be a patch that comes out for it in the near future. Apparently the final puzzle is uh, very obtuse, so they're going to, like, juice it a little bit. Okay. And they're also going to add the ability to move forward through time. Okay. There's an there's a unlockable ability that you can get where you can reset the the fucking you reset the cycle by yourself you, from the menu instead okay. of just killing yourself. Okay. They're adding the ability to move forward through time because there are events that only happen at certain times. Yeah, yeah. The 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 whole um, I forgot what the it's the the way of the samurai thing where it's like there's a fixed calendar system. Yeah, you know? it's Majora's Mask in space. Majora's Mask in space. Yeah, and that we need the song of double time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're going to add that in the near future. Um, Game's great. It is, and uh, yeah. So me taking a quick look at that is going to be on Wooly Versus a bit later this week, probably. Um, two-parter, because there's some bubble fucking that goes around for that first bit. Game's a lot longer than I thought it was. Yeah, it looks short. Doesn't it? looks very short. I've spent two streams exploring like three planets. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I assume, okay, hmm, yeah, I assume those planets were, like, two, three items of interest most, for the sake of... There are five or six, and then there's a seventh point of interest that you're like, I don't even know what I'm looking at, I can't enter it. Okay. Cool. Uh, Outer Wilds. Um, So there's that. Quick look coming up um, on the channel. Uh, Then, yes, so I... Went to Con Bravo and you did Jojopardy. I did. So, um, <laughs> God, fucking damn it, man! Uh, already, like already, the 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 process of like putting together these prize packs for everybody, like was cutting it down to the wire, you know. But I did get uh, enough in time that I think was worth it, and, and looked like everyone was happy with how that played out. I was waiting on that fucking suit. Yeah. I'm staring at the goddamn UPS truck. Yeah. Coming around. You know what I mean? Like, trying to get my hands on that suit. Like, it was nonsense. I fucking... I hate UPS, dude. Ugh. But anyway, I had to drive out to Lachine. You know? I had to drive out to the fucking station to go pick up my garbage because they just refused. Um, I hate those motherfuckers. It really sucks, especially when you pay for the rush. Purolator's even worse, though, out here. I mean, the only thing that I, I like, it's that nothing's great, right? Canada Post Can, will bring it to your local post office. And then you can go get it at the post It'll office. It'll take you 10 minutes. Yep. Because everyone lives next to a post office. And it's not the perfect solution because sometimes they bring it to the wrong one. Sometimes they leave you a dork tag that leads to nothing. But for the most part, if you ever get, you miss your package, it's going to be at your post office. And I'm like, God bless Canada Post, you know? Um, I have never had a purolator person ever actually hand me an item. Yeah. Not once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> DHL, UPS, FedEx, all these fucking companies. Like, UPS gets, like, like the, the amount of shits they don't give about, like, they will drive to your location just to put a door tag on your door. I had a UPS guy leave a package on the sidewalk in front of my house. Uh, you have to, and, and the, he did not ring the fucking doorbell. 
I remember a Duckman bit where <laughs> Duckman's waiting on a package, and I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was. And, like, he literally is, like, staring at the door, and then he's like, I have to go out. And he's like, fuck, but... All right, and he leaves the house, and the moment he leaves the house, the UPS man leans out of the bushes, puts the tag on his door, sorry we missed you, and jumps back into the bushes. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, what uh, I got, but I did get it. I got the suit, got my accessories, went down to a fucking Halloween shop and bought me some bullshit. Yeah. And I, I, I went in, as you might have seen. Mm-hmm. I, I went saw, in. I saw. Outfitted up. We did. You're ready to sell uh, dozens of classified personal ads in the newspaper to make a fortune. Or used cars. Yeah. (laughs) Would you trust a used car salesman wearing that fucking suit? Yes, I would. Well, you would, you, I would not. I would not trust myself. However, uh, I, I got my, uh, questions all together. I put them, I had three rounds worth of JoJo trivia, and uh, I tested them on Punch Mom, and um, but she doesn't remember anything, so yeah. that, that doesn't really, you know, so I was like, okay. She remembers schooling and important things. And then I tested them on uh, Austin. Yeah. And another, and some friends, and like, they were kind of just like, dude. He's too hard. What the? I don't. I saw. They're like we watched all of JoJo once as a normal anime. Yeah. We're not living in the world of reading its memes and seeing its manga pages and double reading it and then watching it. We're just people that watched it once. There's that's the problem that I I knew you were going to run into because there's two types of people with something like this. There's the guy who showed up with the fucking. Uh, there's there's people like Kira. Uh, Buckland, who are walking around with the fucking tattoo yes. on their neck. Yeah. And then there's people like, yeah, that was a fun anime with Dio, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like, it was pretty hard to kind of figure out where to nail this because the problem was was that I made questions based on as if I were talking to the people in our chat right now. Yep. I made questions for them. Yes. Essentially. Where any question you would ask would be instantaneously answered by 10 people. Like, so the $100 questions yeah. were the ones that were like, like, it was almost Hit like. Maybe with one of them as an example. Uh, one of the originals? Yeah, one of the original, like. Um, one of the originals, uh, let me think, like, I revised it. Anything for context. Well. Like, cause I, I have, like, like, I have the, 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 like, I, oh God, I'd have to pull it up. Sorry. Just, cause I, in, in the end, there was a, there was a bunch, right? Now, one of the, like, one of the ones that's, that, that you're, the, the reason why everyone is shouting chocolate gum is because I fucked up. Yeah. Right? And I, I super just wrote in, I wrote in, like, a, when I was trying to come up with replacement questions to, yeah. to make them easier and stuff, I wrote in some filler answers and then went back in and revised. But, the, and then that one I, I fucked up by leaving the filler answer in and it was obviously coffee because chocolate kills dogs. So I made a mistake and got Oops. exposed. Oops, I made a mistake. Um, when, uh, what ended up happening though was, uh, okay, let me, let me hit you. Let me find one of the questions. Sorry. Just cause I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I'm just like something for context, right? Yeah. Uh, so I originally had, for example, um, Let's say, let's say, uh, uh, this, 
uh, is like the re- like Joseph allows um, Santana yeah. to jump into the well yeah. for this reason. Okay. What do you got? I think it was- I worded it differently. But I'm like, J- Joseph basically... I, oh, I, because it would be noon soon, so the sun would be peering straight down the well. To exactly. Because, right. it's, because it's high noon. Okay, yeah. That's tough. <laughs> sure. But that... And that was kind of one of... That was one of those things that I threw out there, right? Yeah. And then, like, the, the crazy-ass fucking hard questions yeah. were... Um, what's, what's Josuke's address? <laughs> no, 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 no. Literally, uh, what is Mickey Taka's alien name? Oh, that's not fair. That's a thousand dollar question. That's tough. That's a tough one. Exactly. Right. So you have. So the whole thing is, is to understand when you're making the scale and and like the amount of people yelling right now. Yeah. It's a perfect like representation of the fact that when you know Jojo, it seems super easy when it's a basic question. Right. Yeah. But. When you don't when slash, you watched it once. When it's just like what any other anime in your list, yeah. if I ask you which one oh, oh no no. At first I had I had um ACDC cries for this reason. Right? This is the like like and, and, and like or or after and I, I worded it better so that's like not because he gets his arm fucking hurt or whatever, but like this is the purpose that he explains why he cries, right? Yeah. And then it's like to get rid of his anger and frustration so that he can cool his head off, yeah. right? Okay, so that gets revised to which one of the pillar men cries. Okay. Right? Um, which is laughably easy. Compared to. So right. you reword it sometimes to make it so that it's not about what the reason for the action was. Yeah. As opposed to who did it, which is How a How much big... grease was on that pillar? Right. Uh, um, what is... Uh, there's, there's an ability that is, uh, this obscure ability is used once, if not twice ever in the entire thing. It's that, ha- that Wamu does upon awakening his masters. And then we don't, and then we don't see it again. This obscure specific character trait of Wamu. Uh, the character trait of Wamu or ability? Same thing. Okay. Cause like he attacks his shadow. Yes. Well, no, but he attacks yeah, that, anything that touches that, the shadow, right? And it's never dealt with ever. So that to me is an is a is a it's pretty simple. It's an easy question, but yeah, it's easy to it's forget. So weird, it's when so it happens, weird, but it's easy to forget, right? Because it happens once. So it became a very. So I basically was staring back at these questions, and like they were kind of going, like, "Dude, hold on a second, right? These would work for your audience of people that love JoJo. Yeah, they've watched and read it." And talk about it and share memes with each other all yes. day, right? There's no, there's no mistaking a lot of these things. However, it's not going to fly, especially if you're talking to you're, – you're, you're saying this is what the panel is, but who are you going to be pulling up there, right? The best JoJo fans in the audience or – Statistically, you'll get one. Or then, random people. And yeah. I'm like, I'm pulling random names out of a Jotaro hat. Yeah. Right? Then they're, then they're like, then you need to make this be a con fun event. Yeah. So I was like, that's fair. You can't go up there and have a situation in which no one on the on the list can get any of the questions exactly, correct. Right. And there is a there is a strategy to Jeopardy in which you can clear out hard questions, not answer, not lose points, and then try to well, fish for daily doubles. Listen, are you making are you making this fucking game for Ken Jennings or anyone else? 
Uh, that. Ken Jennings is that guy who ruined Jeopardy. Okay, okay. He won like eleven weeks in a row. Okay, so so um, in the end, it, it was basically like, all right, hundred dollar questions have to literally be answerable by anyone. Yeah, and then you make a sliding slow scale of difficulty, yeah. and then jump it up around four hundred. Dio right? is a werewolf, vampire, well, ghost. Um, the first, my, one of my first, my first hundred dollar question was, um, this Japanese phrase translates to, uh, the fate of that blood, Jojo. Oh, yeah, I get it. Right? It's Yari Yari to say, obviously. (laughs) And then that changed to, and then when I looked around the room and I got blank stares, that question changed to... This is the title of the intro and the final words on the lyrics of the first opening. Yeah. Right? Whatever. There you go. So um, in the end, what I did that was... It's like a rough balancing act. It was a rough balancing act. And here what it, here's what it ended up being was pretty unbalanced. Yeah. With there being the first 1 to 300 of every board being piss easy. Yeah. And then 4 to 600 or 4 to, 4 to 1,000 being brutal sometimes. Yeah. Forgiving other times, you know? Um, I, like, I went back over things in a lot of cases and I just, I kept the same answer, but I reworded it. Yeah. Or I gave more of a hint as to what, even if you didn't remember what the thing was, the context given in the, in the clue might imply, you know, enough. Right. Um, so, uh, uh, I had another thousand point question where it's like, uh, straight, straights and Lisa, Lisa, uh, we've a 100% ripple conducting scarf that is uh, made of 30,000 of these. It's like some kind of hair. I forget. No. Super wrong, right? What was it? So here's the thing, and this is where I got to choose. The answer is a beetle. But the answer also could have been a scarab beetle. Yeah. And then the answer could have been a satiporja scarab beetle a fictional type of beetle created for part one that conducts ripple okay you understand yeah like i could have went that hard on it and i i said let's play it a little nice right yeah so it's anyway not even a real beetle it's not even a real beetle <laughs> in the end it was worth it and it was fun and people got there was a good balance of wrong answers to right answers yeah good balance of holy shits to speed round first fastest answer wins yeah you know um, say Jojo on the speed round, you might win. And uh, and yeah, and there was, of course, the hilariousness of me getting my own fucking answer. Ah, right. well. And the moment the guy said coffee, I was like, I fucked up because that I should have edited that. Yeah. I didn't. I did. And and but for for everything else though, I definitely made sure I was like I fact checked. Like, don't let your you dogs know, eat chocolate, guys. They'll times. die. But beyond that, uh, I had a lot of fun with it. It was a really good time. The problem. That I was trying to get to was I did all those questions I re I had to edit everything so yeah uh, and then I was doing it I was revising because it was three rounds of thirty questions so there was ninety in total plus a lot plus the final jeopardies yeah and I basically uh, did that all the night of that's a lot for the revision because I didn't realize until that's still a lot of revision. So I got through it. Yeah. Walked down to mate except for the 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 coffee question. Yeah. Walked with the laptop from the hotel to the escalator to the room, plugged it in and it exploded. On the Sick. stage 
with everyone waiting outside Saturday night to get into the main event. Watched it as the just stopped working. The laptop in my hand just suddenly nope. Awesome, right? Um, tech tech guys, everybody's running up trying to figure out what we do. That's just stalling super. for time. But da da da. Eventually, I'm just like, okay, guys, just copy off the files, and I will run them on another computer or whatever. Yeah. Let's do what we can. Uh, um, get into command prompt. No one, none of the tech guys really know DOS. So I'm just like, I'll fucking do it. Great. Thank God I had to build my computer back in the day. Thank God I learned how to do this shit. So I'm I'm making I'm plugging in a fucking DOS? external and what, I'm running what? command prompt. You mean two? Yeah, yeah. What two? It's two in Spanish, right? And this and this and and now we live in a world of um, Windows 10 installed on SSDs. Yeah, where it boots too fast for you to press F8. Yeah, because you don't get to see a BIOS screen anymore. So that shit. Uh, is I I have great. that exact thing, and there is a solution, and it's. To actually mash yes. F8 as, yes. it, as it loads, yeah. which is stupid. Didn't it's stupid work. as fuck. Tried oh, four wow. times, didn't work. So just command prompt, literally pulling file by file off, right? <sighs> Doing star dot star X copies. That's kind of astonishing that you were able to fix it. You know? Um, the, well, I didn't fix it that night. We basically hit a 15-minute delay, and I went... This is this is going to take me too much time. Yeah. Right? And so they said, let's turn this into a Wooly versus... Q and A, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, ah, I feel bad because people came here for JoJo, not necessarily for no, me. No, they came there for you. But then we just started talking about JoJo anyway, and it was just a fun panel, yeah. right? And then I said, come back tomorrow when we'll do the proper event, yeah. which we did, and it worked out great. Right? Um, you saved the dirt. It was, it was, it was a really good time. I put the video up. It's out on Wooly Versus. You can go watch it. It is. Full of music and bullshit that is hyper copyrighted. Yeah. So that shit's just that's out for the wind. I'm not even going to attempt a monetization on that. What's the final Jeopardy question? I, I don't want the answer. I just want to know what what you decided was going to be the final Jeopardy question. It was it was three variations of the same question for okay. each round. I walked off the podium. Yeah. I stood in front of them and I asked them to identify this pose. <laughs> that's pretty good. And I did a pose. That's that's really hard. Yeah, well, I, I um, well it depends what poses you pick. I picked two easy ones. Yeah. That they didn't get, and then I picked a pretty hard one. Um. So let me see if you remember it. But yeah. I did this. Don't remember it. Okay. This is Josuke holding the house in oh, my the Indian. Savage Garden. Oh, my I God. want you song you're in the right. credits. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're Hand right. Hand over the head, upside down, holding the house. You know. Okay. So um, that's a lot of people thought I was going for the 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 Caesar. Yeah. You know, with the with the the abs on display, but I wasn't. And um, yeah, so I did that each round. It was I, the final Jeopardy was identify the pose. Okay. Oh, fuck. Fun. Yeah. I was and and like and I mean. Yes, I understand. There was a point too where a big debate I had with a lot with people I had to go back and forth with, and I asked the Discord at one point even was the the categories were parts one, two, three, four, and five. That makes sense. I originally had six, seven. Yeah, there. yeah. We talked about this last week. It's like you can't do that. You can't have it. The people can't will not show up. And I decided against it eventually. But I had a no eight, huh? Well, it's not done yet. Yeah, you know, it's also weird. It is. But I fucking like, I have, I'm like, I can throw in a question where, where the answer is 36 cars on Mars. All right. I can throw in a question where you got to answer me what you know about dead man's questions. 
okay. I couldn't like, and I'm like, you know what? Like, we're gonna just back that shit off because we don't know who's gonna walk into this. Panel. Yeah. But the version I originally designed was for the fiends in the chat right now yeah. who would have all that nonsense yeah. in their heads. So what I want to do is figure out how to do something more with this idea and whether that is a doing it at another con type of thing or um, figuring out a way to do it on Twitch because I want to maybe just make a Twitch, Twitch game show out of it. fast. But like, and it wouldn't be, it, you couldn't do Jeopardy because if you did, you'd have three people and they'd all be able to cheat. Yeah. So I'd have to do like a quiz based elimination with the whole chat thing so i'm, I'm figuring out right yeah. now but i want to put that suit to work and get more use out of it so um yeah i'll take some purple haze feedback on what you guys thought if you check it out on the channel uh joe jopardy and i want to see how For i can our audio only listeners i'm doing a big eye roll right now at that horrible pun i mean it was just called jojo jeopardy yeah. as an event but i was like fuck it i'm gonna call it joe jopardy and um, if your only feedback is cringy, cringe, whatever, fuck off. All right. I had fun. It was great. It was a good time. But uh, yeah, I want to definitely do this again. And prizes are a fun thing. I love fucking getting JoJo prizes. Listen, everything is cringe. That's the secret of life. Sure. Everything is cringe. Sure. But it was just wholesome JoJo fun. No, what I'm saying is, is cringe man... Do you know what's really cringy? What I find personally to be the cringiest thing ever? Fantasy yeah. football. Okay. I find that to be, like, embarrassingly cringy. And there's a specific, somewhat quiet YouTuber out there that I'd like to call out who makes fun of weebs, but just started painting her fucking Warhammer army. <laughs> That's some cringe shit. Okay. I, I laugh and smile and nod as... I literally just this weekend handed off my Kingdom Death monster to someone to paint and build for me. Yeah. Oh, my really? Miniatures. You're not going to paint it yourself? I don't have the time for that shit. I also handed them a Kshatriya. So I don't know what you just said. It's a really hot, hot-ass Gundam design. Okay. From, from Gundam. It's hot. It's really cool. It's hot-ass. It's a mobile suit type thing that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um... So, yes, JoJo Jeopardy. Go check it out on the channel and let me know how you feel. Uh, what channel is that? That is Wooly Versus. I also want to give a shout out to D20 Live. I played immediately after the, the panel. I had a half an hour to then fucking go and uh, catch a, a quick ass sit before getting back on stage for a three hour game of D&D, uh -huh. which I played um with the D20 Live people, Mike invited uh, myself, Arcada, uh, Jules from Family Jewels, and Linkara to play in the world of Avatar. Okay. And I'm like, is it a bad if I haven't seen any Avatar? And they're like, this is the KOTOR of Avatar. It's 400 or 50 yeah. years in the past. Don't worry about it. So we played a little Avatar adventure. It was a really fun time. Um, that sentence just hit me in like 10 different ways. That is a weird way to describe anything. Yeah. This is the KOTOR of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I played a... He basically had pre-made characters and he's like, what role do you what want do you to want kind to of fill? Uh, I picked the doctor that had uh, pressure point based exploding techniques. Cool. So, uh, yeah, Dr. Punchface. Yeah. 
P- uh, uh, MD, oh, yeah. MD rather, yeah. <laughs> you know. And uh, if, if, if the replays are up on that Twitch channel and you want to see a really good time, go check it out. It was really fun. I don't know what the fuck anything with Avatar is, but we got some you really... Move, you si- move the elements around. We got some really critical... We got some critical, like, hits and critical fails in the most comedic possible moments. Of course. Because that's how D&D does. Because dice rolling. Dice rolling. So it was a good time. Go check that out as well. Shout out to those guys. And on the fucking break... Between, like, we starting the, that thing, um, the guy who I, you know, like, it's like, hey, nice to meet you. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on this thing. Uh, gets down on a knee and proposes. And I was like, what the fuck? And then. So you going to marry him? Yeah. <laughs> and then while he does that, she goes, hold the phone and reaches in and pulls out her own ring and goes, I was going to do the. And they double fucking. That's ne- like well, that's a once in a lifetime. That's pretty good. That's never gonna happen again. Straight up. And then we had to go back to playing D and D after the break, and I was yeah. like, oh, you know, that was amazing. That they was super nice. That so, for memes. So, uh, congrats to Mike and, and the D twenty live folks. That was really fun. Uh, Con Bravo, all in all, good one for the history books. Had a good time. That's Any Hamilton over- shenanigans. Uh, I mean, not really, except on, well, the tra- good. on the train over, I found out that trains have um, turbulence. I didn't know that was a thing. But sometimes they shake and fucking rattle and roll. I didn't know that. I didn't know they got that. Because it's on a rail. Yeah, but it's a big, long thing. I assume the tech by now got to the point where you just silently The tech move. is 100 years old. It's a big, heavy car on a rail. I, You know, I rode a Shinkansen. I barely well, felt that's it. That's tech. Yeah. That's tech. I, that uses magnets and shit. I thought we figured it out. Oh, it's an old ass train. Fucking, fucking down the down the track. If you'd like to check out uh, Outer Wilds, Bayonetta continues, and uh, a couple other one-offs, including the <laughs> new franchise, uh, including the new series Race Wars. Be sure to check out Wooly Versus. Uh, I saw you comment somewhere, I forget where it was, where it's like, going back to Bayonetta with no practice after so many years was a big mistake. Oh, yes. Yes. You forget a lot of things. There's a lot of things that are forgettable. And there's a lot of rust. Yeah. And a lot of hits you take that you shouldn't be taking. And you know all those reasons we were afraid to ever play it on the channel? Yeah. Yeah, all of those reasons come up to haunt you. And then they all get echoed by everyone going, I can't believe the biggest Bayonetta fan is such a fake fan. And yeah. I just sit there and fucking ball up. Well, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad I acquitted myself quite adequately with the no practice runs of Devil May Cry. Right. Uh-huh. But even those all ended up being decent by the end. Yeah. Ish. Uh, Bayo won with its really obtuse challenges at times. And Well, the thing with the Devil May Cry games that we went through is that because... Uh, I felt really comfortable with the beginnings of those games, mm. and I knew that we I could sit down and do two hours and be solid, yeah. and then go home and yeah. pop, 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 exactly, right? exactly, right. So here, like, like we're still in the beginning fucking sessions. Some motherfuckers are like, "Dude, you remember dodge offset, right? Dude, you remember you can hold the buttons down to get shots in, right? Yes. Dude, you remember there's a witch time? Oh, you forgot those things? And I'm like, no, of course I didn't, but I was just getting hit and sucking. Oh no, well, man, this is like, and like, you dude, gotta blow up all the benches, dude. First you know there's more. The, the, get the yeah. them. you know there's more combos than punch kick punch to get a wicked weave right and, we, and it's like yes yeah the best one's punch punch kick 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 let me get let me get on, let me man, just get, get, yeah so get, you know sh- i know but it feels bad sounds like a fake fan over here feels bad pretty, oh man it feels bad doesn't even like bayonetta you can enjoy that 
over on Wooly Versus as well, as well uh, as the Twitch. So that's what's going to be happening. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors. Let's do that. Uh, this week, Castle Super Beast is sponsored by a name that you should know and trust, Audible. Hi, Audible. What's up? Audible's back. Audible. What does Audible do? They give you audiobooks. Listening makes people smarter, more connected. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. I mean, look, we talked ad nauseum about, quite frankly, just the trees and this paper empire that deserves to be shut down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not to say that, like, you need to go down to Dunder Mifflin and, like, roast them to the ground. That's not what I'm getting at. In fact, you're explicitly not getting at that. I'm saying don't do that. But I am saying that we can start something nice by listening to audiobooks. And Audible has built themselves a little empire of audiobooks that you can listen to. And by little, I mean a massive collection. I have heard that they have a couple audiobooks at Thousands Audible. upon thousands, so many. Plus, now you have more than ever before. Members can choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members have access to more than 100 audio guide, fitness, and meditation programs. They deliver bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, more professionally narrated by actors, authors, motivational superstars. They've got a convenient app you can access anytime while commuting on the go at the gym on any device, and it picks up where you left off. That was super handy getting it getting. Uh, off the bus and getting home and just pressing the play What's button. What's the name of that feature? It was uh, it was Whisper Sync. Oh, did they change the name of it? Well, I'm not sure, but I liked that name. Oh, yeah, I remember liking it. Uh, but in any case, um, audiobooks are like honestly a super legit and good way to get through lots of stories that you might not otherwise have the time for. And if you are listening to things like this podcast, you might have the time to listen to. Fun stuff from, like, I don't know, perhaps a George R. R. Martin might tickle your fancy. I heard that it, man writes a book series that is somewhat popular. Perhaps uh, uh, a, a Colin Quinn or a Tina Fey or a Lewis Black might tickle your fancy. Um, certainly did mine. And, of course, I, I always recommend it, but 100 Years of Solitude is a super good audiobook as well. Um, there's good stuff. So, right now, you can explore all of that and more. Start listening today with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals for free by visiting audible.com slash superbeast or text superbeast to 500-500. That's audible.com slash superbeast or text superbeast to 500-500. Thank you, Audible. Thank you, Audible. Uh, The podcast is... Also sponsored today. Also sponsored. Well, thank you. By Bombas. Bombas? Bombas. This, these guys seem new. I don't recognize this. How often do you think about socks? Uh, only when I have fucked up and then all my socks are garbage. And then I'm like, I need socks. But then I have to go get socks. And then it's a pain because apparently there's not a lot of places to buy regular hat socks anymore. And then I just deal with my old crappy socks and have holes in them and then people see it and I'm see, embarrassed. See, the future is now. You don't need to do that. 
Because Bombas are the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. Okay, that's quite a claim. Super soft, natural cotton. Every pair comes with arch support, a seamless toe, cushioned footbed, comfy, not too thick. We're talking big high-tech socks, dude. Many colors, patterns, lengths, styles. Bombas looks great. The gym, around the town, at the office, anywhere. It's what your feet daydream about, Pat, if your feet could daydream. My feet are, like, falling apart, in part because I don't take take care of my stocks. Do your feet a favor and get yourself some Bombas. And most importantly, uh, for every Bombas purchase you make, they don't, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Oh, that's nice. Right? So buy your Bombas at B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash superbeast today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash superbeast for 20% off. Bombas.com slash superbeast. The best feet deserve the best socks. Oh, you saved it. (laughs) (laughs) You saved it. Thanks, Bombas. Thanks, Bombas. Uh, all right. So that's good. That was a good save. That was fantastic. That's why they call me Ronaldino. I was trying to think of a of a goalie, and I realized I didn't have any. So I was like, think of a player, Ronaldo. He's not a goalie. Uh, what about that other Ronaldo? Neither is he. Is Ronald? I'll just say a name. I took too long. <laughs> that's why they. It's it's fine. That's why they call me. Patrick Waugh with the thicker pads. See, I could say that's why they call me the king, but then nobody would understand that reference at all. No. No. He hasn't played for us. And, well, he's dead now, right? It's dead to me. Went to Colorado, you fucking bitch. Oh, I thought he was dead because he had cheating pads. That Wait, heard, I heard, what? I heard that his pads were two inches thicker than regulation. So it helped him save more shots. I did not know that. And apparently he got somewhat disgraced over that controversy. I did not know that. Yeah. I don't like that my namesake got disgraced over cheating. Well, I don't like that. Well, you know, there'll always be the, the Brett Hall cards on the back of the fucking Rice Krispies box. Yeah. So. Anyway. Um, don't look up to sports, kids. Your heroes will turn out to be losers. I say as I wear a hockey-inspired Evo jersey. Yeah. Which, by the way, is this weekend, and I will be there. Um, Is the podcast on Monday or Tuesday? It's going to have to be on Tuesday. Okay, good to know. Yes. I don't know if you saw it, but I blew your ass up yesterday on my stream. Did you? Yeah. I I was like, I may be responsible every single week for delaying the podcast from one to two to three. Including today. But... I only delay it two hours maximum. I'm not the one who delays it by 24 hours. Literally on the last train home. I I was so pissed off when I texted you. (laughs) I couldn't sleep Sunday night and it's 5 a.m. And I'm like, I bet that motherfucker isn't going to be back until Tuesday. Let me text him. Yeah, it's on Tuesday. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From now on, if I'm out of town. If you're out of town, it's on Tuesday. Yeah. Because I used to come back late Sunday, and I would... It be, sucks. I would be in agony. Yeah, it, it sucks ass. Like, the quality of what I would be able to record <laughs> the next day would not be worth hey, putting it's out. me. It's your boy, William. I mean, yeah. to some it might, but I also just don't want to even hit the button. Yeah, I know. I you know, know the feeling. So, 
from now on, I'm just straight up rolling it over to Tuesdays because I need that Monday to travel. Um, yeah. nah. Are you excited for Evo? I already like like right now. I, I I have a fucking crick in my neck. Like my neck has been sore for the last d- days because playing that D and D game, I was facing the audience, but the DM was to my right. Yeah. So I spent a lot three, of yeah spent three hours looking to the right. Yeah. Left that panel, neck broke. And that's where I'm at now, and it hasn't. I been know fixed a guy yet. who can help you if you want. Is he a chiropractor? No, he's not a chiropractor. He's a massage therapist. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I'm taking some Robaxacet. I'm, I'm monitoring. But yeah, if you, if you want afterwards, I give you a number. To okay. Fix your neck up. Monitoring the situation. Yeah, but yeah, because that's not great. Um, not gonna be fucking. Anyway, Sunday would have been bad. Uh, so we were at what? I was talking about Evo, and Evo. I was saying that Evo's, Evo's coming up. It's going to be fun. Um, and I'm entering. I entered everything. Yeah. And then I'll see how I feel. Yeah. Why not? Right. I've done the enter. What I've, I've done the the, the the Evo where I enter only the things I'm confident in, like maximum confidence. Yeah. And then that sucked. I've entered more than I'm confident in, and then regretted. All other chances. Sure. So now I'm just looking just at enter it. Like, everything, enter everything. Enter everything. Want to go? Just go. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I support. I have no problem going out and doing that. So let's do it. And I'll see if it's an 8 a.m. garbage pool and it's Street Fighter Five. I might fucking snooze on that. But yeah, we'll see. Um, big turnout this year for a ton of games. Oh yeah, Sam Show getting the big push. Also, that Sunday looking as different as ever. With the final game not being Street Fighter for once. In fact, it's not even the second to last game. Yeah, I know. Right? It goes Third. Street Fighter, Tekken, then Smash, right? Uh, yeah, with something before that. Um, it's really, it's, it's really Dragon nice Ball. that they gave everybody the ability to go to bed early that night. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, that's going to be going down. And uh, Reggie's coming along with. Of course. So, um, well, he usually doesn't. He hasn't been there in a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He didn't have a passport, but you got to get ready. Uh, so we're going to be down there. So we're going to be doing it, the Get Into Fighting Games crew. So, um, yeah, come say hi. Come come meet Mr. Foot Fetish himself. <laughs> I am excited to see some high-end scrub quotes hmm. this week. Aggressive. Aggressive. Some like... Yeah. I'm one of the best players in the world, and I just said some stupid, childish, ignorant shit on stage because I lost. To be honest, I'm surprised that Scrub Quotes, Scrub Quotes is not being filled with, like, Fox News articles because the amount of bullshit coming off of the Fortnite stuff. Guess what? Right when I went right before you hit the music... I was looking at the Scrub Quotes Fox News That's article. awesome. <laughs> Thank God. Easy way to cheat in Fortnite, hide in the bushes, then wait till the end of the game. Sometimes you can win without doing anything. It's on the screen, on the TV. The amount of people, the amount of old ass corny motherfuckers that don't know anything that suddenly went, wait a minute, yeah. $3 million. Okay, for real though, that prize is... I, uh, that championship's probably not in the news this week, right? Because yeah. I, I do want to talk about it for two minutes. That prize is absolutely crazy go nuts. Tiger Woods winning the fucking PGA whatever didn't earn even close to what that, that prize money was. You know what's crazier? 50th place got 100K. Yep. 
that 50th place. That's the crazier story. Like, it pays to get that good. Yeah. And the difference between 50th and first, like, literally, like, the the Alex Valle quote is, if you're not top eight, who are you? Right? Like... I would say top 32, Alex. Top 32? Yeah. You know? (laughs) Eh... I have friends that have cleared top 50. Yeah. You know, but in Fortnite, that gets you 100K. That's 100K. Nothing to fucking sneeze at. Now, but at the same time, um, the amount of like the fact that like money shows up. So, uh, all the, all these stupid old people are showing up and fucking making a new story on my TV. Right. And like, oh, that dumb thing that I yell at my kids about are, is, is, is like, you're saying he can get paid if he keeps at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's what I, I had huh. that conversation with my dad a couple years ago. So we're gonna be when it became clear that this was my career. Yes, he was like, "Oh wow, I was super wrong. Good yes. job, Pat." Well, so now we, Dad. so now we get to watch round eight of uh, cringy old boomers. I saw my favorite thing ever was when are fighting games gonna get this kind of prize money? When fighting games get millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of players. When fighting game, when a fighting game is the number one played game by every kid on the planet. In the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. Anyway, uh, the other thing you don't want to think about because it's going to, is all that money being like a sneeze for Epic, of course. Yeah. Um, is also what is allowing them to continue to ruin and annoy everybody with their exclusives. (laughs) There was one thing that I saw people, uh, getting weird about at the tournament. The number two guy? Used a controller. Uh, and in Fortnite, controller users have aim assist and it doesn't get turned off for the tournament. Oh, okay. Which allows you to do things that other people can't do. Like Titanfall. You are able to see people behind objects. Because it tracks them because a little bit. Because it will bit. track them. Okay. And there's a lot of people going like, this is fucked. But I don't know how I feel about that. Because the mouse and keyboard people obviously have an aiming advantage. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. It's like there needs to be, clearly Quake proved that there needs to be uh, a help. Yeah. It's just how much should it be, right? Also, I find it weird that a game like Fortnite got turned into a big tournament. It's considering that you don't play in controlled arenas ever. So here's everything the, about the game is random. Well, that's my question: is are these all people playing not together? I don't know how the tournament works. Are you playing to... In the, to I, yeah. In the ideal scenario that I live in in my world, and I would like somebody to tell me if I'm right, you uh, qualify, and there's a hundred people to qualify... On a private server. And they drop them into a private server, yeah. and the winner is the person who wins. Yeah. But it sounds like... Uh, oh, I don't know if that's what they actually do. But I, I, I know that like normal groups of people meeting up to play competitive Fortnite don't have control over making a private server. Right? Mm-hmm. So you play for points per game? Okay. You play for points. Right. So, so you play enough games. Yeah. It's round robin. It's round so, robin with a, a, a situation that lets you have a lot of games at once. Okay, that makes sense. It, it, but it's not as good as the competitive aspect that we just described. Yeah. Right? Where you'd want... I mean... Could you imagine get, how fucking high stakes a game would be where people are dropping in... And you win $3 million if you get to the end of this game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you get the right gun How right away. How fucking dirty it would get? Oh, my God. Getting the right gun right away. Getting the right shit pickups right away. Yeah. Um, but, no. The, but I was going to say, like, the GameStop <laughs> one-player 
fight against the CPU in Street Fighter for the oh, highest score tournament. Man. Like that, it, it, it kind of feels like you have to do that because the game doesn't let you do a hundred private slots. You know? Yeah. Anyway, um, it's why it's weird to think that a battle royale competition is not that. Yeah. Because that's the strength of the genre. But look forward to at least another couple months, if not weeks, of this new cycle going through until they have nothing else to talk about. Oh, you know what? You know what it is? Everybody's old and dumb and shook at the money in video games. You have 100 people, but what the competitors don't know is that their seats have been, like, fit with, like, coils. And when you get killed in the game, you get, like, rocketed into the audience. Like, like catapulted. And then it becomes a death game. See, these are tactical sips to allow you to further yeah. elaborate on, on, your, on this dumb shit. On your nonsense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we just summarize every pat? You know what it should be with. Bloodsport should people be Bloodsport. Should, the, 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 the people should die. Yeah. Yeah. They, they should, every they should single die. time. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We got it. We see, it we, should be a lethal version of yeah. the thing we're talking about. He's doing the bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I think it's cool when right. people die in sports. Great, great. Yep. Yeah. Established. Understood. Uh, now to shit on that same money. All right. Let's shit on it. That same fucking money <laughs> that we just talked about in Fortnite. There are a bunch of like young kids that God, got like their lives money. significantly improved of by being course, good at Fortnite. And that's awesome. That's awesome. That's super awesome that that like seventeen or eighteen year old kid. Now let's talk about our minor inconveniences that cancel that. <laughs> Just hey, are you an angry MechWarrior Five fan? Well, if you're not, just keep listening. We're making Mech Warrior 5 exclusive to the Epic Store. Get your refunds if you want them. We got enough money. It's fine. I think this one might have actually been uh, some kind of violation of law by the Mech Warrior devs. Because mm-hmm. they were still selling Steam keys when they knew that they were going to take the deal. Until the deal is signed and the ink is dried, they're not going to stop. Uh, uh, Sales a sale. And it's not their money they're refunding. It's true. Man, that's real. That's really opened the gates up. The fuck do I give a shit? How do I? Somebody tell me on Twitter how I get a fucking Shenmue refund. I don't even know where to write. And it all comes down to fixing the store. Just fix it. See, they're still looking for a QA lead. No, they are. Which means they're not offering competitive rates for it. Like, if you have a position to fill. I'm not an economist, I've, but if you just keep p- putting the number higher, you'll fill the position. Yep. I feel like, um, I mean, if we haven't really introduced the story, but it's because it's the same one we've been repeating for the last month yeah. or two. It's, hey, um, they're snatching it up. Epic is making this game exclusive. Other people were already uh, spending money on it uh, on not the Epic store, and now they have to figure out how to get those people's their money back. They delayed the game by two months to add stuff to it, and that's fine. Yeah, whatever. Sure, whatever. But you know, um, yeah, another another. I find that the Epic Store is quite force. easy to manage if you route everything through Steam. But then you have to run both. That sucks. Yeah. Do you have the uh, what game is it? The Tetris thing on here? No. Tetris Effect is exclusive on PC. Yeah, yeah. it's exclusive on the Epic Store for PC. Yeah. 
But did you know what you have to have on your PC as well to turn it on? Steam. Steam. Yeah. You ha- That deal... That's, to me, that shows how fast and loose these deals are getting signed. They don't even care that the game requires Steam to boot in VR. Just make it exclusive. Yeah, whatever, it uses Steam, whatever. The player will figure it out on their end, and if they don't, here's all the money. Yeah, just... just. It's like every time somebody asks a question, they feed them a $1 million bill. <laughs> yeah, so... Just... So, and yeah. you know they're just pushing the bill into their mouth. So this is this is what Fortnite is paying for. This, yeah. this is where it's going. Is it's 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 this is how it affects the rest of the industry. Not by remember when we said like oh um, whatever game sales are affected by Fortnite because uh, they've taken seventy percent of all the money spent or something like yeah. that. It was some crazy That's stat. New money though. Some some insane stat yeah. of like Fortnite money is like. Is act, it, compared to every other game, money is like wild. And, yeah, it's and, crazy. You know. It's crazy Fortnite. But like now, it's like no, 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 no. But now the Fortnite profit is actually the Fortnite profit reaches out and taking. Well, it's not taking the game away, but it's it's putting it behind a really annoying gate. Yeah, is <laughs> is what it is. I've seen a lot of people treat this in a uh, way that I think is smart and a good way to cool your blood pressure. <laughs> is well, I'll be waiting for the patched up, completely fixed up, like extra content version that will be dropping on steam later you can or, or gog or see, but like outer wilds we were just talking about it and then you got to end that with so it's on the epic store just deal with that if you if want if you want to if you want to wait then the game will be slightly improved by the time you get there hope you don't get spoiled in the meantime it's a relatively small indie game as long as you don't talk to anybody about it you're unlikely to actually get spoiled on it well it's slowly making its way up the, the ranks and getting talked about more and more yeah because it's the fucking shit yeah like it was, like I said, the Xbox Game Pass blew it up. I remember seeing like that game get picked up, and we we talked about it, and we're like, yeah, so this game called Outer Wilds, whatever. Right? Footnote, like who cares? And now I'm like, oh, this stings actually. This one's a ooh ah. Well, Mech Warrior Five Mercenaries. Um, God bless. Sorry to hear about. That's anybody. a real mercenary decision of them. Warp, warp. That doesn't even... Anyway. It is. Shut up. It works. Uh, understandably, some fans will be disappointed. About the delay. Yeah. Okay. Right. I feel I feel like for any big Kickstarter, like big Kickstarter that has like a real development team and publisher behind it, uh, or not publisher, but dev team, um, part of the pitch or part of the Q&A in the Kickstarter period has to be, are you going to take Epic's deal when they when they offer you the deal right um that needs to be addressed in the in the thing from now on or you how about you just take the kickstarter and send the url to epic instead and say, of hey, the look. public yeah just hey epic would you like to kickstart this game you I, are the only I, backer. I, there is one tier, I think, and it's called epic tier. <laughs> I think I brought it up like last week or 2 weeks ago if Epic was just funding all of these games, yes. no one would be upset. At all. Everyone would be like, oh, that's great. At they're making all. a bunch of cool games. Yes. But they're not. They're waiting for existing games that people are excited about and poaching them away. It sucks. You know? Which, you know, on any other circumstance, in any other case, like, no one gets as upset about exclusives on other things when the platform functions. Yeah. 
That's that's I keep have to bring it back to that because it is true that it's it is possible to get like I mean God I feel I can feel the exhaustion of talking about this again. Oh yeah, I can feel the exhaustion of anybody that's like get over it, guys. Can we move on to another topic? And it's like I know I'm right there with you. There's a real stir. and also there's also the part where the more you harp on about it, the bigger a deal you make it seem to the point where um you start to sound like an entitled asshole. Yeah, which is not what I want, and it's what you want, but it's not what I want. However. At the end, that's why I want to always redirect it to fix the thing. I don't know. I think the consumer is entitled to certain things. And I think the Kickstarter backers in particular are explicitly actually entitled to know what is going on with the things that they back. I agree. Uh, I am – but I, I guess I'm, I'm speaking to um, – person who is hearing the 18th iteration of an epic store yeah like complaint it's it we're gonna talk less about it but we're gonna mention it just as often because it's not gonna slow down anytime soon we're not even a year in to this so we're not even at the big ones like borderlands yeah i mean i'm pretty much like done thinking about pokemon as far as that story goes. Uh, I only have one extra one that's really fun. People mm-hmm. dug up a quote from 2011 where they're like, oh, we could never have a game that doesn't have all the Pokemon in it. That's bringing your Pokemon forward from all the way back in red and blue. That's an integral part of the experience. Is it the same guy? Yeah. Okay, well. Of course it is. Masuda? And everyone's getting all fired up and is like, yeah, of course he said that. And he was right. Well, in funner news... Let's hey, let's get some good hey. Who wants some good news? Um, Dragon Quest fans, the Dragon Quest hero dropped from Smash, <coughs> and not from Smash into Smash today. Oh yeah, sure. And we got the. Uh, did you watch the moves list? Nah. Okay. So you know how all these DLCs are getting insane amounts of love? Yeah. Well, yeah. He gets a, a move list, right? Like a like a command wheel. He gets. More the most moves of anyone in the entire video game. Yeah, because he gets uh, a chargeable fire fire spell. I didn't know the fire spell names in Dragon Quest followed like that tra- that um, naming convention, the nomenclature. But it's like um, the sound effect of the element is what the spell is. Uh-huh. So whoosh, swoosh, and kawoosh, or kaswoosh, or whatever are the three tiers of wa- of wind spell. And then, so you have whatever up B wind spell, yeah, tilt fire spell, yeah, lightning neutral, and then down B command wheel, and the command wheel is like another twenty moves, and it's just all the other spells. It seems it's so much, and like, um, you you see like four of the moves appear at random. And, like, you can select by using the shoulder pads which one you're going to use. Yeah. And, like, some of them are, like, fucking instant kill. And some of them are, like, just a really good slash. Okay. Some of them are instant kill if you're metal. <laughs> they're, they're so particular and weird yeah. that it's almost like taking the whole, like, random thing. It, it, it's like building the random smashness into a character again. Yeah. You know? That's well, fun. What's up? Try and get away from... No, I'm just like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Try and get away from items now. You, it's, 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 <laughs> fuck, it's his fucking move list, you know? This character is item. Um, It almost reminds me of what Gene would play like if he were to exist, where there would have to be a dedicated wheel of all the rest of his, yeah, of his moves, right. you know? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, Gene getting in Smash Bros. That's that's a or fucking... or anything. Yeah, or anything. <laughs> like if Gene got into Marvel, he would have that wheel because that would be the only way to do it right, in my opinion. But also objectively. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Smash, uh, speaking of Marvel, uh, we can go right into that story. So we talked uh, some time ago about when um, yeah. there was leaks of like Venom and uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, and that whole phase of of Marvel Infinite characters, and they showed a television on a ta- uh, and a on a table, and then the curtains in the background. People reverse engineered a reverse fucking detective to figure out that those are the same curtains that that are in a picture of Filipino Cham's living room. Oops! So they figured out that he was the one that put out this information. Guess what? It was. It totally was F Champ. Well, I mean, hard confirmed. And that went away, and that was what it was. Well, anyway, this time he came back. Uh, it's like, whatever NDA he was under is clearly dead. Except it's not because all the footage is now gone. Well. The story exists. He felt very confident talking on stream. Might not have been the best idea. But, nonetheless, the story exists. The footage is deleted unless people saved it, yeah. which they surely did. I'm sure. Uh, so it's him talking about Marvel Infinite and how Marvel Infinite was slated to have 61 fucking characters in it. Or we saw at least that many files for characters. In, yeah, there were slots. Because some people but some people are, are arguing that like the footage doesn't guarantee that that's what they were. That they're saying that, that could have been referencing something else. But the, he had a build with a dev kit that shows off. 61 slots. And uh, 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 18 stages originally planned. So this was, was, this was supposed to be a big expanding roster in theory. Until it until fucking it didn't. didn't do shit. Yeah. And that is sad because all it had to do was the same thing that Marvel did. Marvel 3 did. I remember hearing that the idea was they put it out, but they were going to keep working on it. And they were going to redo parts of the like, over time. But then it died because it sucked. Like, if they just re-released Marvel 3 and then added new character content packs. That would have been great. It would have actually been a better, a better idea. Capcom's fighting game division's been kind of a mess for a while. I was talking to also a, the Marvel tie-in wouldn't have they wouldn't have liked that. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine about SF5, which I really like, but everything about SF5 that isn't fighting another person in SF5 has pretty much been a mess the whole life of the game. And I just hope that there's there's stuff that I like. Um, I I like the fact that they gave a shot at an MK style story mode. Sure, they just didn't do a good one. I just mean the the way characters roll out and the way that the the fucking fight money shit got weird and complicated. It's like, I, but here's the thing, right? If you were to ask me what the new what a new Street Fighter game should have coming off of four, yeah. I absolutely would say. You can earn money and spend that to buy characters yeah. instead of paying for it if you do, if you if you don't if I, you play I, it enough. You can um, you have a Mortal Kombat style story mode. Yeah, uh, seasons of characters that come in waves um, alongside balanced patches. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of that is shit that I would absolutely want. And then I'd even go as far as to say like little fun things in the story mode, like little guest characters. And and uh, um, an arcade mode for mm. for just you know quick single player fun like all of that shit challenges dailies weeklies yeah. I, that's all shit that I would be like that sounds great 
So it's not about that to me necessarily. I don't know. I feel like Street Fighter Five has kind of been like weird the whole time. That's me on the outside of the SF5 community. Mm-hmm. Like it just didn't hit the way four did. I think that as someone that was inside of it, what most of the people playing it got hit with, and I can see it, and I definitely agree, and it's, you know, there is a sense of boredom that came from the the normal state of play, right? The normal gameplay, there was like some boredom that came around from the crush counter sort of fishing and from the way that it became pretty optimal to just kind of stick to one game plan. Um, a lot of people just kind of went like, yeah, we're still doing the same thing. And it's been about five years, you know? Um, it's not a big evolution of it. Not huge, you know? Because I remember even back but, at ST had, like, stages of evolution. But there's fantastic things. Like, all, like, season three was really, it was a lot of cool shit, man. We got Manat, we got... Abigail, big old goof, you know, b- bullshit Abigail. We would got. You, would you say Cody's that rad? The system doesn't allow a lot of room for G and Sagat's rad. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> at intermediate levels, you start to hit that like optimized ceiling that you usually hit a lot further in. Yeah, that's not good because it becomes very clear what you should be doing to win. A lot earlier in your skill. Path. I think I hit it and I'm not good. Like, I play Abigail, it's like, I know what I should be doing right here. And I know what the optimum thing for me to do right here would be. I can't do the optimum thing because I suck. And you shouldn't be doing anything else. Yeah. For that matter. Um, but yeah. Uh, 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 you know, I mean, like, there, like, there, there was, so there was just like, that was kind of like some of the, the issue really. But, on paper, a lot of what, what they were doing is things that I would love to see come back and uh, whatever. We'll find out what happens soon. I hope Monster Hunter Man does as good a job with Capcom's fighting games as he did with Monster Hunter. I hope so too. But in the meantime, Marvel Infinite 61 characters makes me sad. Somehow deader than it was before when I hear this. Somehow, yet 61 characters looking the way they did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Here's Gil, ah, and he looks bad. I mean, if this somehow freed up the way for Capcom versus Capcom, then God bless. It was all. They for- should call it Capcom versus Capcom. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and if not that, that game, I don't want Capcom All Stars. I don't want fucking whatever. Everyone's qu- everyone's got their theories about what we're going to be seeing next weekend at Evo as an announcement, and uh, whether or not a new game is going to get dropped. And I don't know, but I would hope that the mysterious fighting game we heard about them yeah. working on a couple of years ago, I hope that they drop that. I have my suspicions. The realistic fighter. Or CVC. Nah, I'm not going to. So, um, Capcom's got a lot of stuff coming out. In the pipe. Speaking of things in the pipe, IO Interactive, now that they are fully fully in charge of their destinies. I on their own. Uh, why no, why do you keep doing this? You keep doing it too. Um, 
there's a third Hitman title <laughs> they're working on, but a brand new IP entirely as well. Yeah. Uh, so it's totally unshocking that they would keep going with the new Hitmans because the new Hitmans have been amazing and popular. But they're making something else too. Yeah. Spiritual successor to Freedom Fighters. Hitman series following the girl that you save in in Absolution. Who care? What? The, the Shut new, up! The new assassin. Shut up! She was set up to be the um, the Natalie Portman. Oh, who cares? To his uh, Jean Renault. Didn't you feel it? The the passing of the baton. No, because I didn't finish Absolution because it sucked. There's like there's like an assassin girl. Oh, who cares? <laughs> that game sucks ass. It's a uh, bad Hitman game. Well. Oh yeah. It's they, a Hitman game in which the core plot is that the Hitman is framed for murder. See they haven't touched anything besides Hitman since Kanan Lynch 2. Yeah, you're right. Freedom Wars, come on! Freedom Wars? Am I saying the right thing? Freedom Fighters. That game's awesome, dude. Um, now, not the Outer Worlds, but... Excuse me. I already fucked it up. Jesus Christ. Do it. I'm done. These two games, man. The Outer Worlds, not the Outer Wilds. The one by Obsidian. Is coming to the Switch. Really? Oh, you missed that. Yeah, I did. This morning. That's quite surprising. Yep. And everyone's like, LOL, is this game going to run it? And it's like, it ran The Witcher. Well, that's magic. And we still <laughs> haven't seen that. I mean, there's some footage. Yeah. It's running Witcher 3. That's really quite crazy to if me. The Switcher, if The Switcher is running The Witcher 3, yeah, then there's no problem. <laughs> You're, are you all right? I'm... I'm Drinking my cold brew. <laughs> There's if the, if it can run that, then the discussion about what it can and can't do is over. In my opinion, well, the reason why is because the 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 game that people associate with Obsidian the most heavily is probably still New Vegas, and New Vegas runs like a, a pile of fucking shit, and people have a lot of bad memories of that. But the Pillars games ran fine, right? Toss this all the all the new RPGs they had ran fine. Like it'll probably be fine. Outside of, like, Bloodstained, yeah. uh, have there been any other huge Switch, like, shit versions? No, but uh, uh, to be quite fair, there's a lot of games that s- skip the Switch. Like, for this Kickstarter stuff. So there isn't, a lot, there isn't a lot to compare. MK11. WWE. Yeah. NBA. It's the Wii U situation again. Gotcha. So it depends on who's doing it. Pretty much. But it doesn't guarantee a doomed version just because it's on it. Yeah. So We'll see. Yep. Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. That's a game I'm also extremely interested in that is also in space. And even has a logo and planet and ship. It's a style branding that makes it feel like it's the same. The kind first of. time I don't know, I, I probably mentioned this. The first time Ooh. I streamed Outer Wilds, 
for the entire five-hour stream. I had people coming in going, whoa, out of worlds, eat early? Because even when you look at the screenshot in Twitch of streaming now, it looks like the other game. And your brain just edits out the eye. Yeah. Um, and Outer Wilds was in development for six years, so they're in the clear on that one. Is Private Division the, the porting team? I have no idea. Remember, I didn't even know about the story until you mentioned it. Oh, they're the publisher. From Take-Two Interactive's Michael Wars. Okay. Got it. Oh, they did also Ancestors, or are doing Ancestors. Yeah, whatever happened to that in Kerbal Space Program? I don't, oh, wow. I completely forgot. Fucking Panache and uh, Patrice Desilets. Is he ever going to get to make another game? I mean, he's working on Ancestors. Is he, he ever going to get to make another game? <laughs> he's making it. As far as I heard. All right. Did you say Herg? Herg. Okay. Uh, I'm happy to hear that despite the fact that it really sounded like everything went as south as possible with Jonan Vasquez and the people that held the rights to Invader Zim, they found a way to have Invader Zim come back to Netflix as a movie, and that's cool. That's cool. Everybody likes Invader Zim. Invader Zim's great. Really funny. I love it. Love that. Really was hoping to get uh, well, it's been so long since the idea for what the conclusion would have been with the last season and then Invader Dib. But um, whatever, man. I'm happy to see it. And I'm happy that they've got... I, I hope that all the voice actors can return. Um, but in the meantime, in August, Invader Zim is back on Netflix. Yay. Sounded like um, Billy West was, was pretty done at the time. But... Uh, yeah, we'll find out more soon. Oh yeah, August is now. That is now. Hello, August. How you doing? Uh, then not much left. Just a little bit here and there. They leaked who the next and final uh, Dragon Ball Fighters character is going to be. It's probably Janemba. I mentioned this three months ago. Yay for Janemba, boo for the Sausage Fest being complete. Yeah, well, how the sausage is made. You know how the sausage is made? You put it next to another sausage. And then you package them all together. And then you add another package. Wait a second. Janemba's not even a guy. He's a fucking demon. He's a blorb. Yeah, he's a blorb to turn into a demon. Yes. But now we have 21, 18... And Videl with help from boyfriend. That's right. <laughs> and I'm like, what about the cauliflower Kefla? What about it? They would have been good. How many Brolies do you need? D we're missing Bio. <laughs> Shit. Every time. Bio Broly sucks. Why is he so much weaker? Broly questions. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what that's what that's what today's about. Today's about Broly questions. Why is he so much weaker? Still, I mean, look, I'm not saying Chi Chi 
in the armor is going to make the cut. I understand that she doesn't. That's quite fine. Um, I have no problem with Janemba. Janemba's cool, man. We're getting Vegito and Gogeta. <sighs> did we need both Brolies? We didn't. We but- did. We needed both Brolies. His power's maximum. DBZ has a roster problem. But it's the franchise, not yeah, that's the what titles. I mean. Yeah. DBZ has a roster problem because instead of more characters, there are 35 variations of every character. Are there more Gokus than there are, like... Hold on. There are, are there so more... many Gokus. Are there more Gokus than there are Saiyans, is what I wanted to ask. Maybe. Because it's not obviously not characters, but Goku's versus Saiyans. Okay. Let's take it from the top, chronological order. Okay, do you want to do Saiyans first or Goku's? And are we talking about inclusion in the in the game or the story in general? Let's say let's say uh, in the story and like practical for a move list. Okay, so because King Vegeta is not a move. Okay, so there we have Bardock. You have Bardock. Start Raditz. Right, Nappa. Now. Goku, Vegeta, we're at five. Trunks, Gohan, Goten, Goten, Broly, Broly. Uh, let's get the girls in there. Okay, eleven. Oh, we're doing the alternate universes. So the 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 oh, the super the supers. So the the two the two girls. So that's eleven. Trunks. Yeah, I said trunks. Future okay. trunks. I meant future trunks. Who cares about young trunks? He's another person. Is he? Yeah. Okay, fine. That's to me. He's literally walking in from another reality with a jacket on. I count it different. Okay, that's that's twelve. Pan. Okay, Pan's human. Pan is half. Wait, am I stupid? Sorry. No. What am I thinking of? Not Krillin's kid, but um um. Uh, Vegeta and uh, uh, but Trunks is uh, sister. Vegeta and Trunks is kid. Not Vegeta and Trunks is kid. Vegeta and Broly's. Vegeta uh, Oh my god, I'm so stupid. <laughs> <sighs> Stop talking. All right, never mind. Bra, bra, the baby bra. It's a baby. Yeah, she it's never. A Thirteen. All right, we're including babies and no, alternate no, universes. Yeah, yeah. Thirteen if you include bra. Thank okay, you. I I'm okay. I just couldn't remember bra. Now in relax in fucking DBZ fighters. You have base Goku, Kid Goku, Kid Goku, 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 Super Saiyan. Yeah, Super Blue Goku, Saiyan Blue, uh, Rose, Black, Black, Black Goku, other Black Goku. Wait, what do you mean other Black Goku? There's, there's, there's. No, there, no, no, no. There's Black Goku Black. Right? Fine, Black, Black Goku, Goku Black. All right, you've got uh, 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 uh Bardock's a Goku. In this in this scenario, he absolutely is. You've you you've got Super Saiyan uh, three. I mean, he's not 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 in the roster, but I'm just I'm saying if we're, yeah. if we're doing the you got Super Saiyan three. You got you you want to count two? Yeah. All right. You can count two. one, two, three. Um, okay, then hold on. Take it back, back, back up. Back okay, up, no, back we're up. doing how many Goku forms there are. Yes, yes. Okay, so we got thirteen, there, right? Thirteen. All right. Kid Goku one. Uh, Ozaru two. Uh. One, two, three. That's five. Regular. Six. Right? Regular, regular. Hold on. Regular Goku. We're not even Super Saiyan yet. Regular yeah. Goku. Okay. Right? 
we can make barefoot we're, teenage we're three before era, any, but fuck it. Yeah, right? We're three without right. any superstars. One, two, three. That's six. Uh, Vegito, Gogeta, that's uh, eight. Blue, red. <laughs> yeah, blue, red, that's ten. Um, <laughs> possessed by Zamazu. That's Black Goku, that's eleven. Ultra Instinct. That's twelve. That's twelve right off. That's twelve Goku's right there. Are you are you are you making a distinction between Kid Goku and GT Goku Kid? No, because GT <laughs> Goku Kid is another Goku. That's thirteen. Four Super Saiyan four. Yeah, that's 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 fourteen. Uh, there. Oh, Power, oh, 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 uh, powered up four. Uh, uh, fucking uh, uh, Omega Shenron Gogeta. Five. That's fifteen. Fifteen. There are totally more Gokus than there are Saiyans. And you can blast every version of GT Kid Goku into all of the above. Yeah. Or at least up to Saiyan, Super Saiyan 1. And yeah, you're right. He can, he can go SSJ3 as a kid. Kid, kid GT Goku goes Super yeah, Saiyan. Yeah, there, 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 are, there are like 16, 17, 18 Gokus. There are more Gokus than there are Saiyans. And we included babies and people from alternate universes. Golden Ozaru. Yeah. Yeah. There are more Gokus. You could you could have a real fighting game with a big roster that's literally literally just all Goku. There is a roster problem <laughs> in DBC. How do you make that not Okay, well, how are here's So the in the Budokai games, how do you make that not boring, right? In the Budokai games you have one Goku and he goes through and all he, the levels. And it's it's level you tra- level you, create, level, you transform, level. right? But here's the other problem. Right, and this is what we learned from Xenoverse, and the, everyone who played a whole lot of Xenoverse. Yeah, I had the pleasure of sitting next to a Xenoverse tournament. Yes, that took place at a con I was at. Were they spamming block? They were certainly were, and uh, they were getting super hyped for anyway. Whatever. There's competitive <laughs> Xenoverse out there. All right. So the problem is that those 15 Goku's on individual slots is exactly what the hardest core fans want. It's what they want. So what are who are we? To who say, are we? To say don't do that. Who are we? Who are we? I enjoyed a Dragon Ball also. My opinion has just as much value. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it's a series that was custom built to ruin its video games down the line. You know what? You know what you should do. You know what you could do for those folks. What? Here's the level they care about that you could that you could you could do. Make all of those Goku forms costumes. Sure. And make the final level three attack be a different animation. Be a unique animation that is custom to that character's big thing. Sorted. Yeah. Except Xenoverse fans also get new, brand new, stupid, not real things that never existed and get excited for them. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway. And let's not even talk about Dragon Ball Heroes, where you have fucking Dark Broly and all that stupid shit. He's got an evil mask. I wanted to say, um, uh, um, Budokai, uh, uh, um, like, early teen fighting Demon Piccolo Goku as a different one as well, but we don't have to get that. Is that the one in World's Strongest? That's the one where he has no blue undershirt. Yeah, he looks good. And he has no boots on. Yeah. That's the Goku we don't see enough of. That's the Goku I believe in. The one that gets his fucking legs snapped by King Piccolo. (laughs) (laughs) 
And he's and he does the poses. Yeah. He does the martial arts. All right. Uh, and last, let's take it over to uh, actually no wait, second to last uh, Kickstarter out there for anyone who's interested. Seems very pretty. What's it called? Sprite based Helveti with two eyes, so like Helvetica. Yeah. Uh, this is a 2D character action game, lovingly made with hand-drawn art and animation based around Celtic, Celtic? Both. Um, and Gaulish mythology. You can say both. I don't know why, but you can. Um, Helveti is, uh, it, when I looked at it, I watched it, I checked it out, and from looking at the gameplay, it seems very, um, uh, uh, God damn it! I'm so bad with my memory, but it's that game that looked like the 2D Dark Souls thing with the guy with the cloak. Um, and I played a bunch of it. Death Gambit. Death Gambit. It seemed very Death Gambit to me. Uh, it has a little bit of that, you know, that little flavor of flash jank. I do. Right, where things like it's hand drawn animation and it's tweened, but it's still squashing, stretching, and sliding. A lot. It has that going on. In addition to Vanillaware style uh, slidey things. But uh, it's pretty. And um, It it does look quite pretty. Yes. So that's out in Kickstarter. And if you think it is your steez. I hit the Kickstarter page and I did some searching on it. And there appear to be uh, at least one or two details that have been left out of the Kickstarter campaign. Uh... Holy shit, fuck me, never mind. I went to the questions page, and much like I said earlier in this podcast, in the FAQ, question number one, will this surely release on Steam, or will you pull the rug out with the Epic Games Store? Ah. We know this is the hot button question right now with Kickstarter, and yes, we fully intend to stick by Steam. We acknowledge the Epic Games Store surely has good deals, but we acknowledge that we prefer to serve our players' convenience and comfort first, and Steam is by far, uh, Steam is by popular consensus a better option for that by far. So we'll absolutely stick to Steam. If we go by Epic Games Store, it will not be by any exclusive means. Last updated on Monday, July 29, 2019. I fucking knew it. Kickstarters absolutely are going to have to start fucking saying that right away. You have to answer. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Hey, good, good on you, Helvetti. Getting it out clear there. Because I was going to make the joke. It doesn't say Epic on this list, but I, I eagerly await this game's exclusivity contract with the Epic Game Store. Right? There, uh, you, there are stands. He's calling out stands. I, I had to rewind it to make sure I was seeing correctly, but uh, he appears to be summoning stands and using them to fight. There are different stands. Looks cool. All right. Yeah, you have to answer the question. You, it, it, it will. It's now going to come up the first time a human being can talk to anyone at a project. Every time. First thing. Well, it is uh, seeking... Uh, well, I have the Canadian money up here, so... Yeah, it's 26k Canadian? Uh, looks like it's, yeah, 26k Canadian, and it's at 9 of 26k. Converted from CHF. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Hey guys, what the fuck currency is CHF? Never heard of that. Rupees? <laughs> Kroner? Why would it be rupees? <laughs> How would CHF be fucking rupees? Zenny? Swiss. 
Swiss. Swiss francs. Swiss francs. Ah, oh, weird. How do you get those letters to turn into... The Swiss have a weird language. I've never heard Swiss spoken. Well, anyway. That's because there isn't one! Ha ha! I tricked the dumber ones. Is Canadian C-A-N, C-A, or C-D-N? C-D-N. You know, it depends on where you look. It changes everywhere. Yeah, well. It's literally C-A on the page we're looking at right now. Yeah, well. Yeah. All right. So that's Helvetti. Um, and yeah, you don't really see a lot of uh, Celtic slash Celtic and uh, such lore. So that's cool. The Welsh fuck sheep. This I have heard. Dog-themed multiplayer action game. Play dog, play tag. Coming to <laughs> PC via Steam Early Access. Japanese-based developer Project Pegasus. It's called Play Dog, Play Tag? Play Dog, Play Tag. Four players. You are a dog. Your owner is ragdolling behind you. There is a... <laughs> okay. I you know, already see the like the gang beasts looking... You are a dog. There is a bandit. <laughs> the, 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 the bandit is getting away. And you have to catch him. So uh, you are running out of control with the split screen. And the oh my god, that's hilarious! And the dog in play dog, play tag, important buildings. Oh god, <laughs> what the fuck is this game? Buildings do not count as obstacles. You just blow through the buildings and they fly apart. The woofers can crush through the entire city as a destructible object because you have the power to charge a dog rush. And then run through the bu the building to get this to the thief. This looks like Gang Beasts and like Goat Simulator together. This looks hilarious. So, your dogs are indestructible, and your owners are uh, fucked. This reminds me of like the video game version of like that old internet skit, Immortal Dog. <laughs> Play dog. Play Your tag. dog is heavy. His breathing loud. He stares at the sun, unblinking. <laughs> you ever seen Immortal Dog? <laughs> no, it's I haven't. fucking stupid. Wow, it's really good. Wow. So yeah, I I, I thought that was <laughs> pretty strong. Coming to early access at some point this year. That's play cool. dog, play tag. Oh I, yeah, people in the chat know your dog is easy to kill. Speaking of kill, yeah. let's kill off this podcast. Hey! Some questions. Apparently I screwed up the email last week. Don't do that. Yeah, well. Willie, where do you send an email in? CastleSuperBeastMail at gmail.com. That's CastleSuperBeastMail at gmail.com. And your email might be read on the air and possibly answered or just like us go, I don't know, that's a good question though. Or if you're a jerk, you use it to sign up for stupid shit. Oh, you seeing that shit now? Yeah, well. Yeah, is it good? Fucking Atkins. Oh, okay. Like, I don't, I don't know. That's, okay. It's like, just type gibberish. Yeah. Type gibberish. What's the point? Oh, well. What do you got? What do we got this week? I guess me acknowledging it is the point. Yeah. You got got! Ah! Did, I mean, I've, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an arrow click. You know? Yeah, I don't know. 
Uh, we got one coming in from, um, uh, let's take it from Christian. It says, last minute Evo trip. Dear CSB, go to Vegas with my dad this weekend. He's got some reunion stuff to do. I mostly plan on dishing out online job applications. Texted a few FGC friends. Um, thinking of buying a badge for the second day. This is my third Evo. What's a solid way of trolling the Yo! Video Games crew if I see them? I'm Christian. You just say hello. You can just say you appreciate. That's the ultimate troll right there. You say you appreciate the Yo! Video their, Games their, crew. Their, their work. Hates being said hello And, um... That, you know, you look forward to the next episode. Tell of, Kenny that Molina sucks. You look forward to the next episode of Wooly Will Figure It Out. <laughs> you putting troll plugs into into people? Uh, meow bag. Down where it's stickier. They're mega ultra super castle turbo beasts. What up, man? We're gamers. We know the epitome of a setting for video game levels is the sewers. Yes. They're all good. Well, they, we each have our favorites. What are your favorite or most hated sewer levels? For me, it's RE2. It's relatively short, but it has the best FMV. And most importantly, it did not make me want to stick my fingers in my eyes. Since I said RE2, Pat is now disallowed. Enjoy. Well, my most disliked sewer level by fucking far is the one from Castlevania. Uh, Castlevania, Jesus. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. Where you have to go find the, the, you gotta go find the Nosferatu. It just goes on forever. You know anything about Castle, uh, fucking Vampire Bloodlines? It's a talky game RPG. You talk with people, you have vampire adventures. The one that's not Senko no Ronde. That's right. Yes. Well, this part has. Senko no Ronde. Wait. Sino Rondo. Jesus Christ. Okay. You well, blew right past it. I did? Okay, but this, this is like two and a half hours of straight combat. And it's a game with bad combat. It sucks ass. I'm going to give a big shout out to Resident Evil 2 Remake Sewer Level, which is fantastic. And a great remix on the three or four rooms from the original. You tried to get me, but you failed. Worst sewer level of all time? I'm still going to give it to Ninja Turtles. That's not a sewer. You're talking about the dam? Yeah. That's not a sewer. It's underneath the dam. (sighs) It's a reservoir. Come on. Fuck you. It's not sewer. It's a reservoir. Totally different. Best sewer level? <laughs> I'm going to give it to uh, Royal Waterways. Hollow Knight. Oh, yeah. It's you don't think you're going down there. Oh, it's good. And then you do. And then you go. And you and go. And you go. go and you go. And you go. And then you hear it. Yeah. And you hear him. Oh, and he good. pops up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he's great. Best sewer level. For sure. For sure. That dude's great. That dude's awesome. Smells. Smells bad. Uh, Hey, Punch Dad and Schluter Dad. I'm a veteran Destiny player since 2014, and I wanted to get your opinion on the infrastructure changes. Yeah. If you haven't seen any of the news about how Destiny is changing, here's 10 quick and easy things uh, going down at Bungie. Uh, one, they bought out of their 10-year plan with Activision. They bought out. That's how it happened? That's interesting. Two, with the split, D2 is no longer on the Blizzard launcher. Yeah, they're going to kick it over to Steam. Three, with the game moving to Steam um, uh, in a reveal, 
Steam stream for all this info. They made a joke about how they needed an epic platform. To find oh uh, yeah! Oh no! Oh, come on! Ah. Uh, Destiny will be entirely self-published with no help from supporting Activision Studios. Yep. The game will be rebranded under the name Destiny New Light and will be free to play for a year. Um, for one for year one content. Excuse yeah. me. So every everything that you would have bought a, a box copy of Destiny off the off the shelf. All DLC will be a la carte with no actual demand for previous expansions to play the current content like yep. Person, Osiris, and Warmind. Uh, with that change comes big content drops for many seasons that follow the bridge, uh, follow to bridge the game uh, to the new title uh, DLC. The cash store Eververse will be 100% revamped where you can buy everything bright dust with bright dust the in, in-game currency and have actual activities and bounties provided. they're basically gonna try and warframe it or sounds a lot like that yeah uh bungie has completely gone into the mmo lane um saying that if the game walks and walks like a duck and looks like a duck it's a duck activision has been scared of the term for a long time so uh, i'd like to go into slightly more detail on that because it's very indicative of the problems they had activision said we want we want... Okay, Destiny, cool. Great, got it. Okay, you're going to do Destiny 1, then you're going to do Destiny 2, Destiny 3. And Bungie was pretty much the whole time be like, well, it's kind of like a long-running thing, and they wanted to have Destiny 2 have all the stuff from Destiny 1 in it, but dev time. So this is a big, like, forward-looking improvement in that it's like, it is an MMO. And if they're actually going to start treating it like an MMO, that's quite positive. In fact, it sounds like they had no problem with that except Activision. Activision was like, no, you put that shit out. You put, and they, you know, they got around some of it by putting out the big expansions that were boxed kind of thing. And lastly, um, cross save is finally here. So you can move your characters from PS4 to Xbox to PC and back. Yeah. It's good. It's good. That's fucking excellent. Yeah. Somebody asked me last night, do I have any plans on going in on Destiny 2? It would have been there sooner, but they had holdbacks in the form of PS4 exclusivity and Activision. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, am I planning to hit Destiny 2 up now that apparently it's we're in that Destiny part of the life cycle where it's good now? By turning it into Warframe? Uh, but no, it's actually just good now right now. Okay. And I don't know. Uh, the main thing that I was talking about is like, I play FF14... And I play Warframe. I don't think I have room for a third one of those types of oh, just investments. Raw bandwidth. Right? Mm-hmm. There's only so many time for dailies in a day if I want to play other games. But I'm definitely going to keep my eye on it. I'm probably going to start... It, I'm probably going to play it. I'm probably going to start a new character uh, uh, with the new stuff on Steam. Because I don't... I don't know. I I I am I'm totally disconnected from all the stuff that I did. But they just added something there explicitly so that you don't have to. Yeah, but uh, it's it's tough to explain. Also, it'll cost you nothing but time. Yeah. Um interesting. Smart person obviously like so that's all your fucking I'm I'm fascinated by I guess the time d- d- that would tell me is like because now Destiny 3 doesn't have to exist. Right? I have a question. They can just add to it. Between all of the Schluters, yeah. which end game aesthetics do you like the most? When you say aesthetics... Like, end game armor look to your dude. 
Which do you like the most of of them? Warframe. Which is the most satisfying? Satisfying. Warframe, easy. Okay. You you have by far the most control over your color and your look and your accessories and your little pieces, and it also has a very unique techno organic like Giver look that none of the others have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Destiny 2's biggest problem is that the shader stuff and the way you look it was so hard to actually control. Because I, 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 the other day I saw that uh, uh, some I was looking at some Digimon, go go figure. Yeah. And I realized something. I hate the way every Digimon looks in its starting form. Every single one. And the way it ends up is it better than every Pokemon. Yep. Out there, ever ever made. <laughs> like, they, all, they all look like pu- uh, the, the, they all look like Pokemon for pussies at stage one. And then the end stage is a fighting game character. It's actively get it away from me yeah. and then get in harder than ever before. Yeah. But you got to go through the baby stage. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, like it's all. And, and the funny thing is like it's almost like it's like it's not even the baby stage. It's like the larva stage. Yeah. Right. Bulbasaur tur- ha- is, is cool. It took a couple years to get there, but it looks like a Bulbasaur. Yeah. Like this is what if you were looking at a the, the a bulb the bulb with the face on it yeah you know like you like the embryo version, and it jumps around and goes Mah! yeah you know I'm adorable yeah 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 um anyway so that's interesting uh we got one coming in from uh Dwayne says dear Beast Boy and Boy Beast yo man. I was re-listening to an older podcast in my commute and I heard Willie talking about the earliest iterations of Netflix. Got me thinking about my experience with it. I was a junior in, in high school and uh, and around 2011-ish, my mom came with this new service she wanted to try. $5.99, you'd say, get send DVDs in the mail with yeah, unlimited streaming. Um, skip, 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 skip. Uh, we opted in for the early streaming aspects on my 360. Now, early Netflix was a trip because it had lots of B-movies, noticeable TV shows, very few noticeable TV shows at first, but they were getting better. The filtering system was really bad. I found softcore porn and horror and comedy all in the same sections. Yeah. Um, the most notable things, though, my friends and I always talk about is that it had an integrated party feature. When navigating in Netflix's interface, you could invite friends. It would create a party with whichever friends you invited. Up to eight would gather together... And your Mies would show up in a little virtual theater and you'd watch the same movies together. That's cool, actually. There was even a throw popcorn button where you could throw shit at the screen. It disappeared after one update and has never been mentioned or re-implemented in any way since. Yeah. Sounds to me like the people who were licensing their movies out did not want you to share that content with people. As in the thing that it says at the beginning of a movie you buy for home yeah. use is this is intended for home use. Well, but you could – the only people who would be able to do that would be uh, people who also have subs to Netflix, right? Like that's the way around it? Ooh, I don't know. I, I mean if it's the software, then I yeah. guess it would be right. Yeah. Because there's a new uh, – Oh, yeah, that's true. Somebody linked me to a YouTube link thing that was basically the ability to – you'd send a link to somebody and then you'd feed it YouTube videos and then it would – like play the YouTube videos at the same time for everybody watching yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. And we were using it to look at like stupid memes. Yeah, and yeah. Shit like we've that. seen those. But what if you have uh, British Netflix and I have Canadian Netflix and you watch a show I don't have? Well, I guess you can go shove it, licensee holder. I guess so. Because it's rich presence. 
Remember rich presents? Every you you fight to get the word rich presents out of your mouth Once every time you can. Once a year. Rich presents. Whoever thought that title up had their fucking whole head up their out home. I want to. I want to. I want to blame it on um 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 on Peter himself. I want to blame it on Peter Moore. I want to say he came up yeah. with it. It feels like, like he a, came a up more, with it. Feels like a more morism. If anybody works at Microsoft at that era and knows who came up with the term "rich presence," please contact Willie or I to let us know if their whole head was up their own ass. See, it's like you know, like how they have like rich text. You know, it's like, it's like my presence, I'm here, like I'm present in front of you, but it's enriched. Because you okay, let also- me ask you a question. What's worse? What is worse to you? The, like a feature having some fucking fap name like that, like, Blast oh yeah, processing, right? Or, hey, we're just getting windows ready for you. We'll, we'll be ready in just a second. We're just, we're just tidying up a few things. Uh. That fucking <laughs> conversational, yeah, conversational UI language. Yeah. <laughs> Hold just a few more things. Um, Tell me what you're doing. Show me a list of programs that are being... Oh, I hate it. Do- just run DOS. Just run fucking DOS and show me files as they appear as I you touch it. them. I hate it um, so um, much. Okay, okay. I had no problem with conversational UI until... I hit that one that said, hey, man, give Google, give Microsoft Edge a chance. Shut up. It doesn't actually say that. When you go, when you search with Bing Chrome, Ed, Bing Edge, whatever the fuck, when you search with the browser, <laughs> Bing Edge, when you search with Bing Edge for Google Chrome, a pop-up goes... Your browser might not be, might not still be Microsoft Edge browser. Uh, uh, fucking, do you want to make sure that it still is? Yeah, you want to keep, keep edging, bro? No, I don't want to keep edging. You want to keep edging? I don't want to edge. You've my been bang. edging for a while. I don't want to edge my bang, sir. I think you should keep edging. No, no, I'm done with the edge. Good things happen when you edge. All right, come on. There's a there's a leak when you edge for a memory leak. Yeah. If you edge for too long, yeah, there's a memory leak on your bang. <laughs> So you then download it and you install Chrome and then you like switch the browser in <laughs> your fucking thing. Yeah. And then in Chrome's instructions, it pops up and literally has a blurred message that says step one, install Chrome. Step two, go to browser defaults. And step three, it. no, step three, click, ignore the message and clip, click yes, I'm sure. And it blurs the message out and just shows you the words, yes, I'm sure. Okay. And you're like, Why would you Google, that what is this message? Yeah, that's weird. And then you do it and the message is like, hey, man, give give Microsoft Bing Edge a chance. There's new features you might not even know yet. So show me more or yes, I'm sure. So And that is when I went, this needs to stop. So this the, is sad. I was annoyed by it for a long time. And then the the point where annoyance turned into outrage was when I don't know if it was on an Xbox at work or if it was my own PC, but I caught the phrase "oops, something went something wrong, went wrong. wrong," and uh, let's try and fix that. We couldn't figure out what it was, and then I and then nothing, and then nothing, not not even an error code. Fuck off. I've, I encountered that 
when I was working on compliance, get when out. we had early get. ass X bones, get the fuck out because that's what their messaging all turned into. So you would have a crash, and then it would just say, "Oops, something went wrong," and you're like, "Well, thank God for the crash dump." Yeah, because like you can give attach yeah, that to your bug, using a dev kit, yeah. and you're using a dev kit. But what the actual fuck on the user end is? is what am I supposed to fucking do? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm gonna say that that just edges it out, but rich presence and and blast that, that, processing that kind of shit and so on will always have a special place in my heart. Especially when the years go by and you haven't heard it in a long time because it never took off. But boy, did they try. They tried internally. Like, really push it. Push that richness. I mean, they pushed it on stage. They didn't need to go internally. Oh, they did? In, internally, that's where it came out. I don't even remember. Like, internally, it's like a, it's a guideline. So you, you're going to be writing guideline bugs with it. Fuck. You're writing compliance bugs with it. Um, so yeah, that feature fucking... My computer talking down to me when it's failing is not something I need. Um, and of course, it wouldn't have happened if Microsoft didn't decide as well that, like, Xbox and Windows 10 and everything should have all the... Same guts. Uh, all the... Exactly, yeah, and Metro and so on. Um, my dead computer reinstalling all my shit makes me realize why I never want to fucking update Windows... And why I'm installing Win Update Stop. Yeah. All the it, God, it's like the only time things go wrong is when you restart it. I leave my shit on, yes, because that's the only time things go wrong. Anyway, uh, last one coming in from uh, Daniel says, "Dear Wolshikage Kira and Patsuke Higashikata, I can live with that." A couple months ago, my friend finally got into watching Death Note for the first time. But when he finished it, his first thoughts were that he wished Light got away and sympathized with his ideals. After trying Your to, friend's a psychopath. After trying to explain to him that you aren't supposed to root for Light at all, he finally realized that he was a monster. Uh, That's good! Has there ever been a show, movie, or literature that you recommended only to have someone miss the point entirely? I'll tell you what. Light, at least at the start... To me, represents that feeling you get when you hear about, like, some asshole that Some just, grave miscarriage of justice. Yes, right? And you're like, the system failed. Yeah. And the now victims... Now it's time to put my skull shirt on. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. The victims failed, and, uh, yeah, now, now we gotta do it. We gotta yeah. do it ourselves. That's what he represents, but right? that's not what he ends up as. But that's certainly not where it goes, <laughs> exactly. And that beginning feeling is certainly where, uh, that beginning feeling is kind of like, it's that base first reaction that you have that makes you want to go, okay, you know when the dad jumps over the fucking bailiff to get at the murderer in the courtroom? Yeah. And everyone, while that is wrong to do, no one's mad. And everyone's, and everyone's like, like, bailiff. Take him out of here. Remove this man from the courtroom. At your pace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? The type of th it's that. It represents yeah. that part of your brain. Like, and then you're supposed to override that with, like, no, no. You Society know. and rules. We, and yes. Yeah. Right. Um, well, 
that doesn't turn off for some people, I suppose. And then they follow through with light all the way to the end, and that's not great. I recently had a, a, a significant annoyance as a result of my FF14 streams where um, there is there's understanding where a villain comes from, and then they're sympathizing with them. Yeah. And I was running into the situation that was the word-for-word equivalent of Griffith did nothing wrong. Yeah. And people going, how could you not sympathize with this character? Don't you get it? Wouldn't you do this to livestock? And I'm like, you need to look at what you're actually typing. (laughs) And think for a second here. Because all of you are coming off. You're trying to be compassionate, and you're all coming off as fucking psycho mass murderers. Okay. Okay. Like, when you watch... When there's a story... Like Shadowbringers or Berserk or Death Note, and you hear someone come out and go, I don't get it. Blank did nothing wrong. Yeah. You need to move away from that person yeah. fast. Yeah. I mean, the like, even if, right, everything else in Death Note, like, <laughs> remained as is, the there's an inherent problem. Like, your biggest. You don't even have to appeal to um, societal harmony sure. and, and uh, altruistic virtues, whatever. Yeah, to, con- to to arrive at the conclusion that you probably shouldn't go the route of the Death Note because wrongful conviction is enough for you to be like mistakes happen. You might heart attack somebody that did nothing. Mistakes happen, straight up. Yeah, and if that person gets like, if it's just a matter of you're reported on the news as a criminal, therefore you you gotta go. You know, then it's like... So that story makes way more sense when it takes place in Japan for a Japanese reader. When the conviction rate is... When the conviction rate is 100%. 100%. And everybody that goes to jail is guilty. If you get caught, then that's the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. Getting caught is guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things. It's like, yeah. But now put it in the context it was written for. You're like, you know, hey... And then you get the people who are outside of that context and go, well, it's totally worth it anyway. <laughs> also, also framing somebody is like fucking the best. <sighs> this Frame world, somebody of shoplifting. This world rules. They just drop dead. <laughs> Bam. This world fucking rules for, for framers. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know, so there's that problem. And then, but what the stories usually are supposed to do is take it from a place where you can sympathize to a place where, then they go too far or... It's supposed to be that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yes. Light Yagami didn't want to start killing cops, but then he did. Those cops had to go. He was standing in the way of justice, right? <laughs> what are you going to do? Fight justice? What? One of, one, a really great recent one is, hey, you know who had a pretty shitty deal? Who? Killmonger. Yeah, he had a terrible deal. He got screwed over. And, the, and him basically going... Yo, Wakanda, fuck you. Yeah. Is super warranted. Totally. You secretive assholes. Worldwide race war. But then you take it over. Worldwide race war. But but one plus two does not. Equals a worldwide race war. You didn't get there. Okay. Race war forever. No. (laughs) You know. That's what it is, man. Like, so you're. Yeah. The whole sympathizing thing is like. At the, if the story does its job, there's going to be a point where they swerve where you can't follow. You're like, okay, the de- okay, yeah. okay, wait a second. Mm-hmm. 
unless from the get go you're just all on board, which is its own problem. Or if the story intends it, like Ocean's Eleven, you, you never for a second want to see them get arrested. Why not? Steal this Rob, Robin, Robin, Rob, Rob, the thing. Come on, like George Clooney's so smooth, he's smiling and dancing. Let him no, rob, I the place. rob the place. Let him rob the place. <laughs> Just let him steal the money. Who's going to lose the money? MGM Grand? Casinos? All the the insurance? Who cares? Just crime. Just come on. Let him crime. Come on. It's fun. It's like Lupin. (laughs) What's Lupin going to steal this week? Big crime. Super on board for the crimes of Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Uh, You might even get a story where where you pick your character select street. In the beginning, crime or no crime? Yeah. Like Infernal Affairs? Yeah. You know, or The Departed? What do you want? Which version of the story you want to go with? Uh, crime? Yeah, crime. All right, we do the crime one. Oh, okay, the crime's fun. Feels good. Yeah, let him do, come on, let him do the crime. I don't even know which character you're referring to when you say crime or no crime in Infernal Affairs. <laughs> I mean, part one. Yeah, yeah. but which, no, but which is the crime person? Which yeah, is well, the not well, crime? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Anyway, so that yeah, that's that's how that's supposed to work. But if you don't get off the ride and then the credits are rolling, you need to stop and reevaluate your own systems of justice. Yeah, this this story is really awakened something in me. I think I think there's a I should write a manifesto. Just because you're an <laughs> asshole and you write for a long time doesn't mean we need to call it a manifesto. That is a fantastic quote that I hope people actually use in the future. You have you have cut to the heart of that shit. Good job. You know, you know the first time when they did when they did that because of the Oklahoma bomber. Yeah, they they did that and put it out so that they could help find the piece of shit. Yeah, and that was the whole point of putting it out. Yeah, not just to be like, hey, look. <laughs> anyway, and then they found him, and then they found him <laughs> by doing that. Because it had a purpose. And he was like, oh, you got me. Because there was a reason. Anyway. I think his brother turned him in or something. Exactly. Because he recognized the writing. Yeah. So there was a point to putting that out there. Yeah. And not just fucking selling newspapers or whatever. Anyway. All right. Uh, What's going on? I'm streaming over at Angriest Pat on Twitch.tv. It's Twitch.tv slash Angriest Pat. It's tomorrow and Friday. Saturday. Come hang out. Um, gonna record some shit tomorrow, but I'm pretty much leaving for Evo right away. I get like a day here and then I'm out. So, um, in the meantime, though, you know, stuff continues uh, schedule wise. So, yeah, upcoming videos include, um, uh, Joe Jopardy's up right now. Yeah. The, the Outer Wilds will be going up. Um, there will be more Bayonetta, and I want to say, let me just 100% for certain confirm. Confirm something. If it is up, and it is going to be released as the spinny spin loady loads. I'm just looking at stupid shit on my phone while Wooly does this. Nope, 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 not done yet. Okay, well... A little bit more time in the oven for some other stuff. Oh, yeah? You got something special cooking? Well, just, you know, no, just shit not edited yet. But, yeah. And, yeah, we'll, uh, if you're down at Evo, um, come hang out. Say what's up. 
I'm definitely going to be walking around. <coughs> I'm going to be entering a couple things. Don't, please don't. If I'm playing at my pools, please, please let me play at my pools. Please. He needs all the help he can get, guys. <laughs> but if I'm not at my pools, let's hang out. No problem. Um, and as usual, I'm probably going to be uh, hanging out at Max's panel as well because that's always a super fun time. So come say hi. Uh, me and Reggie are going to be there. And otherwise, uh, check out Wooly Versus on Twitch and YouTube. All right, podcast over. Bye. That's a dunny.